Hello and welcome back to the Mana Crypt. We are on episode 13 this week. I am joined by my very old co-host. Boring. And this week we have a very special guest with us. Uh, his name is Austin. Introduce yourself. Hello everyone. Welcome to be here. So uh, we'll jump right into it. How long have you been playing? I've been playing since uh, summer of 2015, so uh, just over eight years now. I started right around like in the Pharaoh's block, right around when uh, Origins came out. So Okay, okay. Fair enough. What, what formats do you play? Uh, at the time, I played standard, modern, and now I try to play a little bit of everything. Um, Commander, Pioneer, Popper, uh, Legacy. Uh, still that one modern bit. Oh, so um, you're rich. Okay. <laughs> no, no, no. I heard Legacy. <laughs> I yeah. wish. No. Uh, CDH. I really love CDH. It's actually a lot of fun. So uh, love limited, uh, sealed, all that stuff. So try to play as much as I can. <laughs> all right. Cool. Cool. Uh, what, what's your main commanders? Ooh, main commanders. Um, probably the biggest one for like high power slash casuals. Uh, Alapani, the Death Tender. Been playing that since, okay. since she was spoiled. Um, I, I love this that kind deck. Like, I had this kind of like uh, process where like I have a side deck like seventy five creatures, and I shuffle that deck, and the first twenty five creatures I pull out are what I play with. That's so sick. it's like Russian roulette style. Like I can hit some sick on top of the time, or I could hit. Eater of Days, which is an artifact creature that says when it enters the battlefield, you skip your next two turns. Yep. <laughs> so oh, yeah. It's oh, like yeah. spitting a revolver, you know, like Russian roulette style. So. Oh, yeah. No, I, I had a Atlo Polani uh, Eldrazi deck Hell for no. a while there. So, all right, Corey, what are we starting with? What are you bringing us in with? What am I bringing us in with? Yeah, oh, yeah, I, yeah. I, I, I did the how, intro shit. I see how you do this. Yeah, um, fuck you. So, as you told you how long I would, when I started playing. Since like, the dinosaurs. Yeah, basically, yeah, when they roamed the earth. Yeah. <laughs> Used to play with Legends. <laughs> no, not not that early. I started in I started in Tempest. Nice. Okay. So it was a long time ago. I got out for a very long time and got back in. It was in Dominaria. So nice. So twenty nineteen. Great time to pick it up. <laughs> yeah. 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 But yeah, I was going to say. So, what brings you joy in playing Magic? I think a little bit of everything, man, because Magic the Gathering kind of encapsulates a lot of things that I enjoy just about uh, life in itself, but like, you know, like familiar thing that I like enjoy doing, just like a card game. Like, as a social aspect where you can like play with your friends, which like one of the fun parts about like Commander, it's more like a social game and stuff like that. But you also have like the competition aspect of it, where they, they can, like, I got, I was brought into like Magic, like, Watching the person who brought me into Magic like play in Pro Tours like in Portland and stuff oh, like that's that, sick. and almost big day too. Like, Oof, you know, so, almost. Oh uh, yeah, he was uh, playing uh, Band Spirits at the time. Uh, Good deck, yeah. I know, stuff. I know exactly what yeah, you're talking like 2016, about. When it was, oh like, yeah, at the, at its that's when like I started that. paying so, attention. Exactly. Yeah. So I was playing uh, playing Standard, and I, I didn't realize that Singles existed at the time. Me so neither. I just bought packs, and so I threw together some. Bullshit, Selesnia Bolt, like I think it's Selesnia Bolster. I think at the time, like when Tons was around. Oh yeah. And uh, I took the FNMs, got smoked, but I'm like, this is fun as hell. I want to keep doing this. And so, yep. Um, it's the perfect mesh of like getting to like hang out with people, you know, like talk, chat, or whatever, but also like competition at the same time, you know. And uh, deck building for me is like half the fun of Magic Gathering, like you know, like creating wonky ideas that you don't know if they're work, they'll like work or not, and then testing them out and. They work cool. If not, back to growing board testing else, you know. And so, um, brewing is like the aspect of creating a deck is like one of my favorite parts about like playing the game. Yeah, so, see, and, so. that, and we we talked about that. I think it was last week where you brew your own, or you do you use uh, like meta, what formats are you brewing in? 
Um, for what I'm talking about brewing in are primarily CDH, um, some legacy. Um, I've played around with some like Sultai control variants, like using like Leopold. I know he's old, but he's um, good though. He's, he's still is very Leopold is, Leopold is um, solid. Uh, Popper, Popper's a huge one. I'm working on a Popper combo deck right now that uh, intera- which uh, tries to abuse interaction of Seeker Skybreak and a Hanger Scrounger, which is a new creature from uh, one of the Frexia sets. Um, it basically gives a creature the ability whenever it comes tapped, um, you can draw a discard. Uh, Seeker Skybreak is actually from Tempest, actually, um, and it was formatted incorrectly, but Watsi realized too late. It's a two-man uh, two one-one creature, it's an elf, this is tapped on tap target creature, it can target itself. Oh, so you, so you can get tap, infinite tap, 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 okay, tap, infinite tap, 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 so you just draw and discard your entire deck, and then you cast something like Fist of Flames, which says target creature gets plus one, plus O, or plus X, plus O, where X amount of uh, cards you draw on this turn and trample. Oh, <laughs> Swing for the fences. yeah, that's <laughs> so, that's gross. Uh, so I've been uh, brewing actually a lot of popper recently, but uh, yeah, so I, I don't know, just like that's why I love like keeping track of like so many different formats. There's always something going on, whether it be like modern and the, the new most recent tournament that just happened, or uh, pioneer people are trying to figure out how to deal with Racco Sacrifice right now and Mono Green uh, Devotion. Uh, I think like there's always something to keep track of, whether it be or, or keeping the one ring, <laughs> like how it's taking over in format, you know. So uh, there's always something, uh, something to work on. So to be fair, Mono Green and Pioneer has not been performing that well recently. Not I have, play, and yeah. I, I'm okay with that. That's the deck that I built. I, yeah. I did, I did, yeah, now I'm mono white. It's very similar to Tron, yeah. It's yeah. basically just subbing out the Tron Yeah, <laughs> oh, absolutely. So. I spent I spent most of Magic 30 trying to build that deck, and I yeah. did. I did. I finished it out at Magic 30. So, with so many cards in the actual Magic formats, how are you finding the cards to look at these different combos you can build? Um, that's a great question. Um, some of them I just kind of accidentally discovered, <laughs> you know, sometimes. Um, uh, the Hanger Scrounger one, um, I found uh, through Reddit, actually. I was uh, chatting with a couple people on the Popper uh, subreddit, and uh, then someone's like, hey, this is an interesting interaction. It might be too slow, but... It's cool. I'm like, no, there's something here. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you can like, speed that you up can somehow. You can go infinite on turn three. What are you talking about? Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, and, uh, and so, like, sometimes, like, it just happens by accident. Other times, uh, it's, like, just people talking on Twitter and just, like, keeping an eye open, like, in social circles, stuff like that. And so, um, yeah, so that's, that's primarily it. Just keeping an eye and ear open and just seeing what you can find. So, that's fair. Yeah, because we, we've sat around and talked about that. It's it, There's just so many cards that there's there's cards out there that I'm pretty sure none of us have ever even like looked at at this point. Oh, for sure. Yeah. There's over 25,000. So, yeah. And like unique cards. Yeah. And with more coming out, you know, there's got to be some interaction with something out there. Oh, 100%. Yeah. So one of the things, so as you and I were conversing and, you know, we sent you our topics list, one of the things that I saw you put on, which was very much piqued my interest, was pre-modern. Yes. So... We have discussed pre-modern one time on our show when I was trying to get Corey to look into it because it, it's all the cards that the dinosaurs played with, yes, like himself. Yes. And uh, it's come to find out, you play. So I, pre-modern is... Sell Corey on it. Pre-modern, without a doubt, in my opinion, just from a deck restriction standpoint, is the most fascinating format I've ever gathering. Um, basically, a lot of people think when they hear the word pre-modern, it's like, oh, it's all the cards and sets before, like, modern, like, format came out. Before 10th edition. Yeah, it's, a, no, it's everything that happened before the modern card frame. Oh, okay. So gotcha. it's everything from 4th edition to Scourge. It's what's legal. That's it. They don't get any new cards, no supplement sets. That is your card pool, and that's it. <laughs> so um, despite having that card pool, and that's all you're given, it's not a solved format. 
which is incredible. Like, like, like some people are like, oh, like some formats like Legacy is solved or like even CDH, like they're like these two Vintage. decks and those decks. Exactly, yeah. yeah. And I'm like, I disagree. Like I, like, I feel like there's, you can never solve a format personally. Like there, there could be some better decks, but that doesn't mean that it's Different tiers. Solved. Exactly, yeah. yeah. And so in pre-modern, people are still discovering new interactions and stuff like that. It's um, a very new format. It really is, yeah. Um, kind of similar to Commander. It has like um, its own like committee or like like people that I didn't it's, know it's that. not sanctioned. Yeah. Um, and so it has its own like committee of people that like make announcements and stuff like that. They're very active, which is really <laughs> cool. Um, they actually most recently actually it would have been two months okay, ago, actually, nice. just made a ban announcement. Um, they uh, they banned land tax, actually, which is kind of insane. Um, and it was very similar to the reason that they banned uh, Sensei's Divining Top in uh, Modern, actually, because it was causing a lot of slow play, because another card that's uh, banned is the Scroll Rack, or Legal, sorry, Legal and uh, Pre-Modern is Scroll Rack. So Scroll Rack plus uh, land tax can create some really long turns, people deciding what they want to keep or not keep and stuff like that. It's annoying, yeah. Um, yeah, and so like very active community, which is really cool. Um, and some of the interactions of these old cards is just incredible. Like one of the most popular decks is, uh, it's usually Azorius, but some on the blue ones run around is uh, Stifle Knot, where the, the goal is turn one, island, Lotus Petal, cast Phyrexian Dreadnought, the, which is 12 12 with Trample. <laughs> yep, yep, <laughs> we're familiar. Battlefield, yeah, when it enters the battlefield, you get second <laughs> creatures whose total power adds up to 12. If you can't, sacrifice it. Dracula's Petal, Stifle it. Yep. I have a one mana 12 12 on turn. That's <laughs> turn amazing. Um, and the cool thing is that since you're in blue, you can run days and like all these other like powerful cards, stuff like that. Force Wolves, man. <laughs> oh, I'm not surprised. Um, yeah, so like, they have their own ban list and everything, but uh, it's like you can come up some crazy powerful stuff. And uh, another deck that's really popular that's, that's uh, really fun to abuse is uh, Teamer Madness. Um, so you have all these like different like madness cards. You discard a creature of madness to survival to finish. <laughs> Oof. That's yep. hot. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Cast it with the first madness cost. Tutor of any creature you want. Um, and because of, because it was the first printing of it, it's running a four of uh, Squee, uh, Goblin and Bob. Okay. And so you can return it to your hand on your upkeep. Oh, that's so and good. And just keep discarding it. Survival of the Fittest is fine. One of the decks that I had um, seen what, uh, that did well was the... Something nightmares. Your playmat. Mm-hmm. Recurring nightmares. Recurring nightmares. Yes. Yeah. That's that's another really fun deck as well. Like, there's just like there is. It's not salt. Like, like even though you have like a set card pool, like like recurring like recurring nightmares is a gross card. And you, like because the reason it's banned in commander is because whatever you sacrifice to it, you can reanimate because of the way, the way it's worded. Yeah. So whatever creature you sacrifice recurring nightmare, you can get back. So you can just like essentially just pay three mana. I get whatever ETB I want and death trigger I want. You keep and, griefing um, people or yeah, solitude. Yeah. 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 <laughs> And, uh, and, but yeah, you have like a whole bunch of like historical cards. Like you have uh, like Swords of Plowshares is in the format, Lightning Bolts in the format, like, like all these like really Counterspell, cool, of course. Exactly, yeah, yeah Counterspell. Um, and so it's just really cool to play these old cards like in their original, like you don't have to play the original Brady's. Yeah, games. yeah, but it's cool. Um, yeah, and it's more aesthetically cool pleasing. They, um, they want it to be accessible for people. And so like if there's a card that has uh, a world championship printing, you can use that. Um, oh, okay. So, like, Survival of Fittest, the World Championship printing is like $30 instead of like $250. <laughs> oh, yeah. So, you can use that's... that in your deck and totally cool with it. Like, is that a reserve list? Or whatever. Um, it is, yes. Okay. Survival of Fittest is. Gross. Yeah. Um, and so, you want to save money, you can buy that and totally legal play with tournaments. And so, it's really cool. So, it's like semi proxy friendly, if that makes any sense. Se- yeah. So, World Championship. Um, exactly. Yeah. yeah. And uh, and so, like, uh, Zorius Control right now is one of the best decks uh, running uh, Standstill. That's just, okay. just really cool. Your wincon is uh, Decree of um, Annihilation. Is that the one where you're making? It's the 
Decree Remake Angels from Judgment. Oh, I know which. Uh, it's like XX, two colors, and two white. I don't yeah, remember. It's, it's I know which one you're something. talking about. Yeah. That's, that's its Illumin Con. <laughs> Love that. Um, it's like board wise, counter spells, source plot shares, like, like all the best removal and everything. Um, if you have goblins, which has the highest meta share right now, like you like you have Goblin Pile Driver, uh, Mog Fanatic, like all the original printings of these super sick goblins. Um, goblin and Recruiter. So it, yes, it, right. Yeah. That's the only goblin and, uh, I can think of. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Oh, there's all kinds of goblin lackey. I mean, yeah, like some old, some of the old school ones. Um, so it's just cool, like to play with all these old cards and like in a fresh new way. And uh, it's it's one of my honestly one of my favorite constructed formats just because of how unique it is in terms of, like your card pool and uh, deck restrictions and everything so are yep. you are you sold on it are you gonna play it with me i'm making a battle box right now hell so, yeah there we go so, yeah. Woo, you play. let's do it i was gonna say for those who are listening that don't know that the world championship cards are the gold bordered ones that yeah they got the not, signatures of whoever won that yeah i think it, did they was it top eight or top four that they printed the decks for i want to say it was top eight i thought it was top eight i might yeah. be wrong yeah so they're then, gold border not tournament legal i think when you bought them it came with the old vhs tapes yeah of mm-hmm. that championship that year so which really, i think is the yeah, coolest fucking school, thing yeah. oh. like, so there's a lot of old historical cards that have full championship printing that even uh forcible actually like yep. they have the alliances printing guy's like, cradle border. yeah exactly yeah so there's lots of like old really cool cards that have those this guy is cradle Legal and it is, yeah, gross. Or at least so, or it might be on the name list. I, I don't remember. I wouldn't be spread that in like a Sarah Sanctum, yeah. Mm-hmm. That card's just good too. Actually, Sarah no, Sanctum is, cool. is legal because uh, Enchantress is actually a tier two deck, actually. Really, yeah. I think I'm pretty sure it's still as an Enchantress with Sarah so. Sanctum. I wouldn't be surprised. It's just yeah. such a solid card. Mm-hmm. What else you got? What do you got? I, I did mod, I did pre modern. <laughs> How about it? No, no, awesome. What do you want to talk about? You you added on to this list. What what should we move I into? Did indeed. Um, that is a good question. Um, well, kind of, we were talking about uh, modern earlier and stuff like that. Um, so, what do you think, kind of like going off of the, like, what do you think it takes to fully ban, like, ban a deck? Like, in a form? So, like, what do you uh, define ban a deck? Because I wanted so, to talk to you about that. Oh, yeah. That banned the deck. Like the, yeah. well, the deck is gone. Living in, or uh, sorry, Bridge from Below. Yeah, see, so we, we had talked about that before, and they they banned the Bridge from Below, which shouldn't have been. Shouldn't have been, yeah. No. And, and Faithless Ho- Looting died for Hogak Sins. Yes. <laughs> that sucks. Faithless Looting would be so good in, like, Living End right now. It would be so good. <laughs> and a lot of, lot of decks, yeah. But no, I mean, I don't think... Well, I mean, even then, I was going to say, okay, yeah, Ban and Hogak basically just decimated that deck yeah it no no longer exists we don't i mean the closest thing we have to it now is dredge which even then no one plays dredge yeah except for andrew because fuck andrew (laughs) that's my once an episode i'm good now so i guess my question is kind of going off the hogak example like how many faith slittings how many bridge from belows can you ban without actually banning the thing that is making the deck before it becomes neutered so like let's Um, let's look at like racto scan then yes so like you think that they would ban like undying malice before they would ban grief or orcish bowmaster, I don't. I don't think that's an option because of how many of the, there's like probably twenty of those one one mana reanimate this creature. That's like that. true. So yeah, you have to just ban the entire yeah tool, like thing of twenty. Because there's like Kaya's um, ghost form, which is the same thing, except it's an enchantment. Yeah, and then there's the one from uh, Amonkhet. I don't remember what it's called. I can see the same art. Thing. Yeah, that has like the Minotaur with like the yeah yeah. Um, like, so I don't think that's an option. Like, so like you ban Fury. Do, do you, do you still, does the deck survive? With yes. Yes. I, so? I think it does. 
it might start transitioning into so there used to be a deck that it was actually the first modern deck i ever played that was very similar to rakdos scam except it was it had white as gotcha. well so that way you could uh like you know turn one grief and then ephemerate in response to the evoke trigger yeah, yeah. do it again so it was the same thing uh, except yeah, they called that a reanimator right yeah it, it was a re because it, it also had some uh the priest, I think it was priest of fell rights that you could tap, pay two life, and then return something from a graveyard to battlefield. I think it three lives, actually. Was it three? Yeah. Either way, that was so. that was the first deck that I had, and I yeah, I had my place at a solitude, fury, and grief, and yeah, I forgot where I was going with this. I don't know. You, you, I lost you, my so, train of so, thought. Oh yeah, so I I think that they could absolutely, they, like I said, they might transition to a nice like Orzov version and keep solitude like just replace fury with solitude i really hope they wouldn't ban solitude you know no, before they ban solitude is not as problematic as fury and it's a swords it. to plowshares yeah. yeah it gets rid of one creature compared to you know where with fury i can kill all three of your dragon's rage channelers and a ragavan at the same <laughs> exactly, time yeah. and well, grief which i can thought seize your hand twice on turn one yeah and and, I, and I, still I, have a three two of menace yeah grief grief and them and fury have played in other decks and a lot of other decks but I think for the Rakdos scam with where it's going and the fact that it's got such, you know, a high margin inside modern, they got to look at other bannings that are specific to that. That would, I, And I can't think of any. That's no, the thing. That would Maybe either. Orcish Bowmaster, but I don't think that that would kill the deck. Yeah, and see, because it runs Shieldred too, which is... Does it? I think so. I don't think Rakdos scam runs Shieldred. It runs a 2 open side. Yeah. Does it? Yeah. What the fuck? Which but, is insane. So, like, the, the mana curve is extremely low. <laughs> so, I was like, it was so, like... Cassie, that's impressive. <laughs> yeah, being able to hit that so, four mana. But yeah, it's, it's got such a, a high margin now. They, you know, I mean, I think they're going to have to look at something because if it just keeps growing, I mean, it's going to be, that's what everybody's playing and then yeah. you lose the, the variety across the games. Well, yeah, and it's, especially for something like Rat this game, I feel like you'd have to ban Grief because Fury is also running four color control with Omnath. And I feel like that's hurting another deck for Rat to Scam Sins. It's not fair. Well, <laughs> I mean, know. Grief is um, living end. Yeah, I play there. a four yeah. of grief yeah. in my living so, index. Yeah, yeah so now, decks, now so. you're hitting that. But I mean, <laughs> is it a is it a price that we're going to have to pay in order to not have you know, say twenty five plus percent of people playing Rakdos scam in every tournament? Yeah, but I mean, if we look at some of the more recent, you know, like on some of the MTGO stats and things like that, and even the four uh, four seasons, which we'll touch on in a little bit. It, I mean, we had two two Rakdos scam decks, and you know the top eight and on MTGO, it's like, we'll see maybe two, maybe three. But for the most part, it's it's a lot of the wild one-off decks that yeah, well, just, if they do thing, well though. against Tron, then they're kind of well, going a lot higher up. Yeah. In, in MTGO, you can't really put too much on that. because yeah, we can. You've got people that are going in there with, you know, jank decks that are but those people out don't, people who, who are playing higher level decks. Well, every week, every weekend, there's uh, the Modern Challenge, which... It's a higher, yeah, yeah. So it's it's a higher uh, it's a higher entry fee, higher prize. So I don't feel like people are dumping. You know, it's it's like you know we're planning on going to the uh, the one k RCQ this Saturday. It's a forty dollar entry fee. I'm not going to bring some you know jank ass deck. I'm going to bring something that I feel like is going to do well. I feel like it's the same thing with MTGO. Just because it's online doesn't mean that people aren't are just going to be playing whatever jank shit they can throw together. I see some streamers do it though. <laughs> like, yeah, the, those are streamers. Off of it, yeah, so. I've, I've seen I've seen Reed Duke and Andrea Mangucci and all them do some weird ass decks because they did well one time. Yeah. But you know, I when it comes to a higher entry fee like that, I don't. I just don't see jank being a big 
decider in it. I, I think that people will be bringing more of their A game to things like that. And I was looking at the modern challenge results, which again is every weekend you have two days to get through it. And even then they, they do the monthly mocks and they even have a once every three month mocks showcase, you know, and yeah, it's the same thing. I mean, you can pay attention to those. It's the equivalent of just any other tournament that we're going to see in paper on a, like MTG top eight. I think you giving people too much credit. I might be, but go fuck yourself. That's how I feel about that. I also personally don't think just uh, just straight up. I don't think retro scan is problematic. I don't either. But like, like, especially if they like, if you have to like, if you're in retro scan, you have to mulligan. Let's say you have to mulligan down to five, and you keep like a hand that's land, reanimation spell, a grief, a black spell to pitch to it, and something else. Yeah, that's four cards on your first turn. You dump your hand. Yeah, you literally dump your hand and then what? Cool. You have one card in hand and a. Three two, three two, I don't even remember. Three it's stats. a three two with menace. Three two, that's what I thought. Like you're not going to win a game with that. Right? So, no, no. Um, and eventually, your like opponent can stabilize. And so I feel like Racto Scan in particular is probably one of the decks that is most susceptible to being weakened when you re- whenever you get to Morgan. Um, yeah, because you're already two for one in yourself just to be able to like get your grief out. Your yeah, game. it's it's a four um, card turn one combo. Yeah, you know, it, it's it's not the most efficient thing in the world. I think that. <clears throat> It does so well because it can also recover late game with your like theories and, you know, your ragavans and just accumulating that value over time is, I think, why the deck has been doing so well. Plus, not to say Orcish Bowmaster, the one ring, it just because that, that deck has been a thing for a long time. Oh, before Orcish Bowmaster. Yeah. Then, oh, way before. Yeah. It's yeah. been a couple of years now. Seriously, I remember yeah, seeing back to scam. It's been kind of under the wraps until some of the newer cards came in. And, and it, it exploded. Again. Yeah. yeah. I, I mean, at all because of Barcelona. Tron, yeah, Tron, Tron, Tron was, I was the same. Three of the top eight, top five Barcelona. Or four. Was yeah, it four I think it was scam? four. Four, it was four of the top eight were Rakdos oh. scam. That is why we were talking about like it getting banned because there was the ban announcement the next week. Yeah, we're like they're gonna they hit grief. <laughs> no, yeah, but we, yeah. See, we we thought that what was it? It was I believe it was. God, it was like it was higher than fifteen percent of the decks. It was thirty five percent. That's what it was. Thirty five percent of the decks in a four hundred and fifty person tournament. Yeah, were insane. yeah. That's that's crazy. Yeah. That's in yeah. We haven't seen those numbers since Hogak. Yeah, no, seriously. Yeah, and I, I think because you said thirty five percent. I think the next highest was like Team or Rhinos, like eighteen or twelve. Oh yeah, it was the yeah. Close oh yeah. yeah, no. So trim yeah. off of it. And and I and when we get into the uh, the the four seasons modern i'll get into it about what i think is what why we're seeing what we're seeing yeah there's point. some weird results out of that but oh, I mean, hell, we, you know what? Let's yeah let's just jump into it let's get into it now let's just jump into it okay so the number one deck which i thought was place your bets now what do you think the number one deck was I know what it is, but he knows, yeah. Yeah. But I, 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 listeners, I will give you I will give you ten dollars and a crisp high five if you can, <laughs> if you can guess. Okay, so we have listeners in Australia and the UK, I so will send you back. <laughs> How you gonna the high fives, man? <laughs> Virtual high fives. Virtual high fives. So exactly. first place, and I'm I'm gonna be the one to say this because I sent it to you and it shocked the hell out of me. It shocked me too. Hardened scales. One, the four seasons, there Back were 400, yeah, 404 players. Hardened Scales won. This is not 2017. No. This is 2020. No, this isn't him going up against Dredge. This is Rhinos. This is Scam. This is Tron. This is insane. Yeah, yeah. yeah. What the hell, dude? What got me was I did not see any Trons up there. No, yeah, that one shocked me too. Which tells me. I'm sad I'm playing this weekend. <laughs> it has been doing so well. That people are sideboarding for it. Finally, <laughs> that, well, that's that's all I can think of. And 
you know, like with Rakdos Scam, how do you sideboard for that? Are you going to see people sideboarding for that? And you're going to start seeing other decks pop up, you know. You've well, got- the, the Rakdos Scam decks that are in this uh, top eight, actually, uh, two of them, uh, the, the, both of them had uh, Blood Moons in the main, which yeah. I think is really showing how much respect and how afraid they are. Well, and because it, it hits... Uh, Amulet Titan too, which Amulet Titan again has been doing so well. It's yep. a big mana deck that and plays four copies of the Wondering. Right. Yeah, and so, Urza Saga, which all yeah, oh god, yeah. Every it just time. kills an Urza Saga. Literally, it just all right, cool, it's yeah, gone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. 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 Uh, I've been hit by those. So yep. hardened scales, yeah. So this one has three Haywire Mites sideboard, so it's really trying to hit the One Ring. It also has two yeah. Orvar. Which that one kind of shocks me a little bit because we haven't been seeing as much creativity recently, mm-hmm. and that it only really hits creativity in Living End, and Living well, End has kind of been on a downslope even, too. Even then, uh, Orvar's not big on that because you have to discard it from your hand in order to copy it. Over. Yeah, so, so it's it's pretty it's a it's, tough it's, thing it's, to it's handle. It's specifically there for um, Archon of Cruelties. Yeah. Now, maybe they just left those ones in this because they were afraid they were going to see something like that there. Yeah, well, I think I think even now it's fair to be afraid of creativity. Mm-hmm. It's a scary deck. I oh mean, yeah, Archon of, having one Archon of Cruelty and then flipping their you know Fable of the Mirror Breaker and then just copying it every turn it's and swinging it for twelve, which I've done. Yeah, it's a great time. Yeah, everyone's having fun. <laughs> one yeah. of us is having fun. <laughs> oh, shut up. <laughs> so let's go down the list here. So we got Hard to Scales first, Rakdos Scam. Uh, Footfalls, Rakdos Scam, Four Color Control, which is weird to me, Another Footfalls, Yogmoth at 7th, and finally we have Jeskai Control. That one is, so the, the three that really catch me off guard here is Hardened Scales, that one is just out of the blue, that one just shocks the hell out of me. Yogmoth is doing a thing again. Yeah. That didn't really get Back any. from the dead. Yeah. Literally. <laughs> it didn't really get any new toys with Lord of the Rings either. No. I think it's. the halfling. Delighted halfling. Yeah. Is it? Delighted yeah. Ha- and okay, I think it so might be playing like one or two of the one. This one's running uh, two sideboards of Elven and Elven Force. So. Okay. Yeah. That one makes sense. Yeah. Necromancia Pylon, Solus Jailer. One, I'm happy hay- Solus Jailer. one Haywire might. <laughs> I, w- I would expect in more to take care of the one ring. Three Orcish Bowmasters. That that'll. Yeah, yeah that's that'll. I want a shield right now. That's interesting. Is it? Yeah. Oh, uh, crazy. Yeah, one well, of those. At least this list is. Yeah. Hapatra. I, 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 I'm so mad. Hapatra's a damn good card. Yeah, and it's not I, new. I, I'm surprised that it's taken them this long. I feel like Yawgmoth prior has not been running Hapatra. I, my version so. didn't. And my, yeah, I put, no. I took mine straight off MTG Goldfish and it, it had won an event like the week before I took the deck list. Yeah. None of the decks were playing Hapatra. And I remember watching Andre Mangucci play it on YouTube and mm-hmm. seeing it perform so well. And I'm like, well, shit. <laughs> now I gotta do that. I can make snakes. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> snakes that you can use to. So I, I want your guys' opinion. We'll, we'll step off a little bit, but it's still. So Four Color Omnath used to be Four Color Money Pile, a super amazing deck, but it, it was the 80 card version with uh, Yorion. Yes. Do you guys still think that deck is relevant? Because I don't. Not near as much anymore. Um, the four C controller, the Yorion. Four color, or yeah, it's Featuring the same Yorion. thing. Yeah, yeah it's the same um, thing. I think Yorion added a lot. <laughs> was I'm going to play every good card in these four colors and then for redundancy I'm going to have a companion that can link all my ETB abilities. Yeah, so you're drawing cards um, with Omnath, you're getting ETB abilities off, you know, Grief, Fury, all them. Yeah. Exactly, yeah. And, and 
I think it's so hot that it's running out of Shorn Mother Machines. That makes me so hot. I know it's I'm happy of, that card is found a home. Right, yeah, seriously. And, and I, I yeah. love that it's running that. I um, see it's running for the one ring, so maybe that's where they're getting their extra card draw from. It, the deck yeah. didn't really ever hurt on card draw, to be fair. Mm-hmm, yeah. It really has sort of shifted more into control, which I think it really kind of had to, to um adapt and survive like it's not running um subtlety anymore it was running subtlety for a little while um, subtlety has just kind of fallen off it's, it's I, not yeah it's not very good i only yeah. see it in blue white control and living end and even then in, in living end it's like a two of in yeah, the side yeah, yeah. It's, it's definitely the worst it's to fun. deal with like um, grist and karn and exactly, teferi yeah um and so i'm happy that it shifted into more of like a control shell like with like it was still but like it was always running late night binding but i love that they've been really like leaning into like having teferi time raveler like as one of your like, go-to three drops i think everyone um, needs to be playing teferi time raveler <laughs> it's so good time raveler jeskai control yes 2018 wandering emperor is being cast in 2023 and modern my version has um, the wandering emperor fair enough <laughs> oh, yeah you're building a jeskai control i'm building blue white control i'm building azorius yeah. okay. i just love that it's that it's doing stuff in modern when like wandering emperor is like primarily on in uh pioneer um i just love that spring break still being cast in modern it makes me happy and lauren um, revealed that's a thing no one has ever cast that card it is yes i've seen so many people like, no one i've seen so many people cast it i swear to god no one has Dude, ever done it. turn seven Four it's five. a late game deck yeah it's a late I game mean, deck you, that's fair I mean, control does not win seven, on turn four if you're turn seven you're already i guess it's not running like big fairy anymore but i'm like yeah i mean if control control does try to go late game like it might be the only deck that i've ever seen yeah like, uh, bro, like Grix, freaking grixis uh mid-range or grixis delver whatever you want to call it yeah now. like in like it's running a playset of it I just love to it. find their volcanic islands I, I love it i love it um but yeah, I love that Wandering Emperor is still being played in modern. It makes me so happy. And <laughs> Narset Parter of Veils, too. Yeah. That one also gets me a little bit because it's, it's, I don't know, I feel, it, it's kind of weird seeing the interaction between like Narset and, because I, I saw one no. deck a while ago. Well, no, because people were playing it in the same deck as Orcish Bowmaster. Mm-hmm. I'm like, why? Yeah. This is, it don't work. It well, don't so do see, this. That's why Narset's a win con, because you're running a two of days undoing. So yeah. That, that, so you just win the game. Oh, right? so it's, that's it's that's just three color days undoing? Yeah, okay, yeah. never mind. I'm yeah. no longer so, impressed. So that's why I'm like, yeah, so it's sort of just got sort of control, but it has two, three amount of spells that say, win together, I win the game. <laughs> Basically, there's uh, no recovery from that, in my opinion. But no, I mean, um, Narset's, I think Narset's good, especially. It's a know, great card. Don't get me wrong. It gets you your counter spells, it gets you everything that you need to but just get just sitting out there. I mean, it gets you past the ring. Yeah, El Paso, and it, yeah. not that Blue-Red Murktide is really a thing much anymore, but it's amazing against Blue-Red Murktide, because all yeah. that deck does is card filter and draw and do all that, so. Yeah. Which but, I think people are needing to do, and I, that's probably why you see this up here, is because they were able to withhold off the, the One Ring and yeah. Orcish Bowmaster. That's which, a solid point, yeah. Yeah, uh, being able to handle uh, the One Ring is just kind of what you, any decks that can handle the One Ring in an efficient way. Is this playing Prismatic Ending? I, I, did, I didn't so. see no. it on the list. Okay, yeah, because Prismatic Ending is also, like, one of the only other ways to get rid of it outside. Well, it does have Leyline yeah. Binding, which oh, which I learned. I don't know. I'm, I'm curious to talk to people because I know Corey knows this. Did you know that when you, if you try to activate the One Ring, in response, I can Leyline Binding it and you don't get to draw any cards because it, it cares about how many counters are on it. Yeah. Yeah, I just, I learned that yeah, a few so, weeks yeah, ago. Yeah, the first, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, <laughs> I think that's a super cool thing. That's fantastic, yeah. So, um, yeah. I like the sideboard choice of this deck. I'm not going to lie. I like them a lot. Um, <laughs> I think Blossom and Calm and Howl Moonlight, especially against Rakdos Scam, are very hot picks. 
Um, Blossom and Calm basically is like, yeah, fuck your grief. I'm not just getting any cards. Yeah. I'm also going to gain some life because double fuck you. Um, love that it's still running recipes. I think that's fantastic. Also, certain scolding, finding a home in modern. Hell yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's, been, like it's been trying so hard. Crumble to dust to handle people's Tron. Come on, dude. Man, Come on. It's so good. Dovin's Vita, that, yeah, I like Dovin's Vita. I wish that that saw more also play. Also, Dr. Zendikar, oh, one of my favorite sets of all time. Oh. I, I remember buying so many packs of that set. Seriously. Looking for the expedition. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. See, and that's probably exactly. why this did so well, is because it shut down Tron. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. Not only that, but I mean, Crown of the Dust. Yeah. Crown yeah. the Dust takes out, you know, Titan. Yeah, it really, yeah, it affects a lot of things, actually. Yeah. Yeah, that it's it's solid. Yeah, you hit someone's Valakit. It's like cool. Now I'm just on six six beat down. Yeah, we're gonna hope for the best. Yeah. We're gonna hope for the best, and it's not looking good for us, bro. I, I do love also how it's changed how it's more like all in on its uh, like planeswalkers and everything. Like it moved uh, Dovin's Vita to the sideboard, which I think is a lot better choice than having. I agree. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean. Bro, you're running Fire and Ice and Lightning Bolt. Just deal with problems. I love Fire and Ice. <laughs> you know, I love like, Fire and Ice. I love it. Like, like also, you're running Supreme Brain, bro. You, you don't need all the counter spells in the world to win a game with uh, White Controller. I guess Justin can close to me. I have, but, uh, like, came so close to winning games because of uh, Fire and Ice on the play. Yeah. It's like, cool. <laughs> exactly. Turn two during your upkeep, tap your land. Yeah. And it's like, cool, I'm going to float it for mana. And then I'm going to move to my draw step. It's like, fuck you. Yep, you know what I'm going to do? No mana. Suck it. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, no, I think this honestly could be the first deck I've ever seen that could actually cast Lord and Reveal. That is awesome and hilarious. I, yeah, I love Lord and Reveal. I, I did find out I have a play set of them, yeah. so I didn't have to buy them for five bucks a piece, which I'm stoked about. Mm-hmm. They're yeah. really, holy shit, they are. Yeah, they are expensive wow. as hell. Yeah. Five dollars. It's, it's, it's a common. Troll of Kazadoom is being run in yep. Legacy Reanimator. Because you disc because like Legacy uh, Reanimator runs like twelve land, like it's insane, yeah. like oh, yeah. insanely low. So one mana, I get to find another land, so I can and I can reanimate it, and it's a six five and it has to be blocked by three creatures. That's insane. It's great. It's so it's good. so fun. And, uh, people are brewing uh, Rakdos Reanimator and uh, Popper right now, actually, because uh, Red Return got downshifted. Yeah, and, yeah, uh, yeah. We were talking about that. Doom. Yeah, twelve Cause of Doom. I yep. discard it and I can reanimate it, and you're gonna have a tough time doing a 6-5 that can't be blocked in buffers. I love so. how most decks now are at such a low land count. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm, yeah, oh <laughs> yeah. But they still so do great. well. They do. My, yeah, my Popper Elves deck that I ended up winning a tournament last year, I played 10 lands. Yeah. I played 10 fucking I lands. Love it. It's so good. And, it. and yeah, even now, a lot of modern decks are playing anywhere from 20 to 25, which in my opinion, I mean, that's pretty average. But once you hit to like 22 or lower, it's like you, you're stressed out a little bit. You got to yeah. mulligan quite a bit more. I think I was on more. 24 when I was on uh, Jund back in the day. I think I was on 23 when I was on uh, uh, Esper Control. Oh, yeah. And, and J- Jund, I can justify. It's got such a low, low curve on and it. And Yeah. Oh, yeah. So oh, yeah. <laughs> Run into yeah, but I mean, but what, no wasteland. Oh, I know. I'm so happy that wasteland isn't in modern. I'm also healthy for the format for it not to be there. Oh god. <laughs> yeah, and see, and I mean, the cascade. We we stopped seeing those in the top eight for a while there, and they started coming back. And I think living that, end still pops up here and there. Yeah, and this still pops up here and there. I think living end had kind of dropped off with the. Uh, Hallowed Moonlights being put in. Oh, with with creativity, yeah. yeah. And then creativity being Orvar and Hallowed Moonlights being pulled in. So I think that that shut those down. But I think and now is the best time to Cascade. play those decks. See, and that's what, yeah, then now's the best <laughs> time to do it because there's, <laughs> they've adjusted to, you know, Rakdos Scam, Tron, uh, whatever else is getting big. So we're starting to see the cycle of other things come back. So, yeah. 
It looks because, like it's starting to look like Tron might be out. <laughs> hopefully not. Fuck off. Hopefully not. <laughs> We're gonna try. All right. It's too late for me to build anything else. Yep. But just on that note, like, like agreeing with you guys, I think it was just literally March of this year. Living in had the highest like. Oh God, like, that's really why I built it. Yeah. That's why I built and it. Just, like falling off since. Which yeah. Is I'm so sad about. Yeah. It. When I built my my hammer time, it was one it was S tier. Top decks. Oh, it was sheer. Now, now it's, and I just don't see it. <laughs> see it it top aided an event a while ago. Yeah, people people thought it. it was gonna make a comeback because it did really well for like three weeks yeah. and never again. Yeah. And that was yeah. like a month and a half ago. Yeah, yeah I, I think people are the it's pe- solid. people are just kind of dropping off. And it, like we played today, um, if I can get the right cards in hand, I can get you turn two three. Yeah, yeah. If, and if, against if, against Tron, against Tron, you yeah. start pushing late game. Which is all Tron wants. Tron wants late game. Yeah, like I wasn't drawing shit as you saw. Oh yeah. So well, I mean, it didn't help that I cast the one ring three turns in a row, and you just couldn't touch me either. <laughs> oh, that's great. You weren't gaining life off your shadow sphere. You conceded no, no. the game in almost forty life. I I, uh, I killed your Ugin and my Karn. Yeah. So you did a thing. To be fair though, all you had I I minus my Ugin and killed your Stoneforge Mystic because I had nothing else to do. Yeah. Nothing. I wasn't drawing. I wasn't drawing my Worm Coil, my Olamog, my Golas. I wasn't drawing anything. Oh, I wasn't yes. drawing anything. Yeah, it was like it was seriously bottom third of my deck was when I finally started pulling shit out. He, he was drawing nothing but lands. You should have seen how much mana the dude had. <laughs> Twenty nine mana. I counted oh, it. By the end of the game, he would have. Not had the companion, Gigantha, yeah. and had walking ballista. In well, there. I almost he would have won the game long before. Him. <laughs> <laughs> Go fuck yourself. And he would have hit me for probably like nine hundred damage because he had a lot of men. Okay, so we're gonna we're gonna move on a little well, bit. Let's, oh, I think, go fuck yourself. I think we can move into uh, when we're talking about this is packs. We're That's what I was gonna work Let's into. You piece of shit. Because we were sitting there talking about, oh, you know, I can pick up this card, or you can pick up that card. Are you a packs or a singles kind of person? Well, this is a debate. This is a debate. Thank you. I buy packs away. like if I go to Walmart. Yeah. And I was like, cool, I see a pack for five bucks, whatever. Yeah. Like, but I don't, I, I do not actively go out of my way to crack packs. Yeah, like, so, no, fuck yeah. that. I, I buy packs for Chaos Draft and that's it. <laughs> see, I, I buy packs because I like the treasure hunt. Fair enough. Not I think that. it depends on the set for me. Like, I'm not buying a, standard. As you can see, I got a lot of cards that I don't use. But <laughs> <laughs> fair enough, fair enough. But it is, it's a lot of, I think it's a lot of fun for you the treasure know, hunt. You know, you could sell all of those cards for like $25. I could, but I'm not going to. <laughs> bulk. I am. Kind of a hoarding thing. thing for me is like the aspect of the treasure hunt. Like I will never treasure hunt a standard people set. I just do not. Oh, fuck that. Like, if it's something else set, like, oh my God, Modern Crisis 2, I had a ball. Oh yeah. I just like crack The specialty like, sets. Or like a uh, mystery booster. Oh my God. Never that was more fun, fun. In my entire life. That like, was a good time. One of the best set- it's not even a set. It's just one of the best ideas Watsi has had, like in the past decade. It's like, hey, do we want to take uh, some of the best cards in Magic's history and throw them all in a set? And cool. promise, hey, you can draw mana crit by our product. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Ristic study and demonic tutor in the uncommon slot. Uh, oh, it's it. Yeah, I pulled the demonic tutor. Yeah, actually, I yeah. pulled. I pulled two Ristic studies. <laughs> I was gonna say, I, I, for the the mystery booster ones, I, I like the um, convention edition. Yeah, the convention edition where you can get the the specialty. Actual, the, oh yeah, yeah. The, the test cards. Yep. Yes, the test cards are sick. Which yep. I, I pulled the uh, the one where it's like 
you lose the game. <laughs> yes, I love that one. What? I was hey, like, you know what? Screw it. I'm gonna tell. I lose the game. Do we know if Sliv Mizzet is still like seventy bucks? See, and that's funny because so. it wasn't it, it wasn't Sliv Mizzet. It it turned into the um, the Sliver one. It's like twenty. There was, no, there was another one that went higher than that last year at Yeah, Magic there were there was season one. There was Sliv Mizzet. I think there was another another Sliver type I think it was, Sliv Mizzet is just my favorite name. <laughs> yeah, that's incredible. No, he was high and then he went down and then there was another one that went way high and one of the guys that was at my table, he actually pulled two of them. Go fuck yourself. And that's I can't crazy. remember. I can't remember the name of the damn card, but it was it's I definitely. It's a good card. I want to yeah. do another. I want to do a mystery booster draft at Vegas this year. I didn't they, it wasn't on. It wasn't on the. Uh, the it the might be a, just a random for, call out. Of like, that was so much yeah. fun. <laughs> I remember looking at some playtest cards when they first came out, and I'm like, I'm so glad these are not real. <laughs> like, I know like, they're so like, good. Like for commanders specifically, like one of them was like a three or four drop of chance that says, at your upkeep, you make a token that is a forest. <laughs> I'm like, that's <laughs> insane. Dude, like, even in like Legacy and that would be so oh, good. Right? <laughs> Landfall decks? Land oh. Okay, but hear me out. Do we see this being a thing? Because now we, we've we always been told unsets are never coming, but now they're here. Unsets are legal in eternal formats. Are we going to start seeing playtest cards? started about stickers. I will start we, we have the same, we have the same opinion. We have I, the same I, opinion. I like Mark Rosewater. I really do. He's super nice he's, guy. He signed right here. Right on this planet. He signed that. <laughs> I've got um, the cards, two cards signed by him over there. Uh, one of them is the Devil, Devil Water, balloon, Water Balloon, uh, Water Balloon Gun, gun Game. game. Oh that, yeah, as the foil card because I, I completed one of the tasks with the Devil and Knievel. So I had to Devil sit them on the, the, the corner nice. of the table and flip them over so many other cards, and I did it. So I got that. Hell yeah! Like I said, it was fun playing it in the unset. But, but even that was an unset then, draft. Even then, even in the unset. Stickers don't belong in fucking magic. No, they don't. No, no. I agree. And and I'm a little like I I have used these stickers. Like when I when I did my un my undraft, I made a sticker tribal deck. I made a blue or a, sorry red black sticker tribal aggro, yes. and I ended up going two oh one with it. I tied. I was pissed about it, but I I still am on the fact that it's like yeah, if you're in this environment, yes, but. I've actually been seeing a lot of people in Legacy and Vintage now have been using them to prolong their games because the sticker rules, you know, say that like you have your sticker set and then at the start of the game, the turn, yeah, yeah, at the turn zero, you shuffle them up and then you pick three. I think it's three, two or three. It's, it's always three. Yeah. It's three. Okay. Yeah. And people have been using that to prolong the game. Like uh, there are decks like the lands deck. That's a, it's a slow deck and people have been prolonging to get the ties. So they've been throwing stickers in their decks. They don't play stickers in the deck. It they just, just adds to game time. Yeah. So it, it gives them a higher chance to get the tie in matchups that they know they're not going to win. Is that like an angle shoot though? <laughs> like It's honestly, a cheap yeah, angle shoot. Like it's a thing. It's like showing cheap. up to a Yu-Gi-Oh tournament with every single card in your deck and it takes you 900 years to shuffle it. That's just Yu-Gi-Oh. I mean, well, they, they had to they had to give you a card limit after that, but it's it's one of those where they're like, okay, yeah, this, this I think, is bullshit. I think there was a dude in Magic who's the reason that we now have a card uh, limit in 60-card formats. Oh, because he had a suitcase. He had a suitcase, and then there was another dude who, at the same tournament, took two 
him and his friend to carry the deck. Yep. So yeah, that's why we know like it, they they say it has to be a reasonable amount of time to shuffle and yeah. carry. Yeah, they've got they've got had to put that in there because people will do dumb shit like that. Yeah, little little side tangent on that note. There's a pre modern deck I saw that was five color battle of wits. Yeah, Battle of Wits is a five drop enchantment. The original printing was within the pre modern set. It's uh, three colors and two blue at the beginning of your upkeep. If your library is 200 or more cards in any game, I love that. That's so <laughs> cool. It is bigger than two commander decks. It's 250 cards. I love that. And like, it is the grossest yet most beautiful monstrosity of a deck. I've That's ever seen amazing. In my entire life. Someone posted uh, like a photo of the entire deck on Twitter. I'm like, that is so many cards. Dude, I love when people get on Arena and they just throw every card imaginable in a deck and hope that it wins. And it's like 300 cards. I sent you a picture like last week or the week before I was, because I've been playing a lot of Arena recently. Yeah. And yeah, I, I went up against a dude who had like 385 cards in his deck. <laughs> I too owed him. Oh yeah. He somehow got up to platinum tier. I'm like, how? That is way too many tiers higher than he all right. should be. <laughs> all right, all right. Back on topics. Packs and singles. Always singles. Oh, unless, unless you want to treasure hunt something like that, like, I don't know, just like you're going to save money and like, I don't know, like especially like with like places like ABO Card Kingdom, you can sell cards to them um, so this, and use like trade credit or whatever so it's like cheaper like to build other decks and stuff like that. Yeah. See, I think um, you two are definitely more on the player side. You're not much of a collector, are you? I am to some degree. And um, see, I, I, I like to collect just as much as I like to play. Now, if I don't buy packs, I don't get the special, you know, you I, I don't have chance. a chance yeah. to pull the special And you're not going to buy it. And, yeah, yeah, I'm not going to. Yeah, not, not going to buy, buy a, it. you know, foil, full art, sort of feast and famine. That's like $200. Yeah, I don't yeah. Is it really $200? I don't know. I'm, I still, I'm pulling numbers out of my ass. <laughs> it's, I think it's at least over 100 Now I'm going to look. As yeah, I, say, I have a small binder that's all just like my favorite cards of their own. That like stuff that's like memories to me like i have the first rare i ever pulled which is a terror stomper from from oranges like that's in there you know stuff like that and so one um, of the cards i'm well, i got uh, somewhere up here hiding away yeah, is, bucks. uh just just because the art <coughs> is just awesome in my opinion is earthbind oh yeah that was Where, that, yeah. yeah i can't think of it now i gotta look it up Loki's sexy. <laughs> Jesus. Loki sexy. And uh, I got Goblin Snowman because I just love that. Oh yeah. Oh wow, fantastic. yeah. That's a that Earthbind is a card. Yeah. Do you know how many female like <laughs> MTG cosplayers have cosplayed that card? <laughs> I'm, I'm not. I'm not going to comment. I'm not going to comment. I'm not even kidding, dude. I've I seen. I've that. seen the big titty Liliana the veil a lot. <laughs> yes. You know what's cool is I got yeah. Steve Argyle, the artist of that. I had him. Uh, I bought one of his playmats online, and he signed it for me. So oh, I now have yeah. that too. Let's go. Yeah, like I said, I, I got cards that I like. Um, I have a bunch of the promo versions of Gutter Snipe just because I love that fucking card. That's also just a cool promo. Yeah, it, it is. is. It's yeah. a super cool promo. Yeah, I had like five of them because I went to a shop up in Washington and they were just, they were a very small shop. Like, yeah. you know, and so when we went in, he's like, wait, you guys are playing Magic? It was, it was with me and my cousins and he ended up giving us five of them each. Because nice. he just, he was like, well, we were supposed to do a pre-release and no one came. So we didn't fire it. And he's like, so here you, here you go. I'm not going to do anything with them. Yeah. He's like, I'm just, it's just going to go to my singles that I'm going to sell later. So yeah, that oh, yeah. was fucking cool. Yeah. I'm not a collector. I used to be. No, the yeah, only, I don't know if I'd ever call you a collector. I was at one point. Uh, yeah. When I, when I was very early on, I was, um, but now it's like the most I have of collecting is I have two of the bundle boxes full of my modern cards. Mm-hmm. And, but those are, you know, those are played. Those yeah. are cards that I'm not just expecting to sit around. 
Yeah. So I, I think for me, like the biggest thing, like I guess the biggest thing you could say, like I collect are like my favorite arts and promos of my favorite cards in Magic Scanning history. Um, so like my favorite Demonic Tutor art is the uh, Judge promo for 2019. <coughs> Those were yeah. so cool. Dude, like the girl like talking to the doll. Yeah, that was like, so cool. That is that one of my favorite cards I've ever owned, and it's like it's in that like collection binder. Like I never saw that. That's a lot cheaper than I thought it was. Yeah, like it was really expensive for a while, and it still is like semi expensive. It's like fifty bucks. Yeah, not that one. That was like it's like two hundred. Am I thinking? Yeah, it's a different one. I can think of the art. Yeah, the Judge promo. The Judge Academy. It's actually more recent than twenty seventeen. It's just yeah, she's just a little girl. I know which one we're talking about. Yeah, she's like talking to like this doll. All the dolls possessed, bro. The, like flavor text is like her talking about the doll, and she's like, "I know you'd never lie to me," and I'm like, "Oh my god, bro, that is insane." Mama it's- says it's my imagination, but I know you'd never lie to me, dude. And yeah. the doll's eyes are blacked out. Oh yeah. my god, it's so oh wow, it's two hundred and twenty dollars. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Holy <laughs> shit! I don't know why I was thinking different. Yeah, so like, that's like, that's a card that I own that I'll probably never sell just because my- it's it's like I don't know, like the arts and just how flavorful it is. It's and so it's, cool. And it's a <laughs> my my favorite demonic tutor is the uh, the ultimate box topper. Oh yeah, with the so dude, great. the demon behind the guy in the boat. Yeah. Oh, so cool. I mean, I'm, I'm, arts were cool. Yeah, I'm not a big fan of the dude in the boat, but the the new uh, art from Commander Masters, I like that one. Mm-hmm. I don't remember which one that is. I I'm just gonna look at it. Oh yeah, the borderless. Yeah, the demon behind the chick. Yeah, that's so cool. Yeah, because I, I I pull uh, the one Commander pack i bought i pulled that so there's the mystical archive version too which was which one Oh yeah, no, no, I wasn't a fan of that one. Oh, yeah. I was. I, I pulled. Was. I pulled two of them. I, I wasn't the biggest, the biggest fan of the Mister Lark. Mr. Lark oh, like, really? Like, the the non Japanese, the, the Japanese ones were sick. Yeah, I, mean, yeah. like, like, those I have were, a lot like, of those. Insane. I yeah, like, like those. the so ones, like, <laughs> especially compared to like like the Animal Cat Invocations and even the, like the oh, yeah. Scout or something like that. I thought the border was very lackluster personally, like compared to like the, those other alternate borders. But I thought some of those were cool. I just thought the the border wasn't. I could not stand the Almond Cat Hour of Devastation Invocations because you cannot. Read it. You just can't read it. Hot take. I think it adds to the flavor. I think it does too. <laughs> but when I when someone's playing an omniscience and you know a fucking sixteen year old me doesn't know what the fuck that is, and I just let it resolve because I'm like, okay, cool. Yeah. I can't read it. <laughs> that, that actually happened to me a, a few weeks ago because I, I play a new form of Traxa and Pioneer, and I have a one of spell pierce in the sideboard, and it's the invocation. Yeah. And they're like. Wait, what is that? Like, it's just a fancy spell. <laughs> yeah, just just counter it. We're done. Yeah, it's fine. Yeah. Don't worry about it. Just pay the two now. <laughs> there, there's cards that I'll never sell. I mean, but the one signed by Mark Rosewater, I'll never sell. Oh, for sure. Well, they'd get deemed heavily played anyway, so yeah, it wouldn't be uh, worth it. But I mean, it's 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 special. It's to the me. memories. Yeah, and, absolutely. I mean, I've got a. Uh, it's probably a third edition signed Sarah Angel that I won't sell. You always oh, bring yeah. that up. I love <laughs> you always bring it up. Sarah Angel either. was considered so good. Back when I started oh, it was playing. OP as fuck. That was the card to be. If you couldn't beat Sarah Angel, you couldn't win. Yeah, that and uh, Shiva Dragon. Oh, yeah, Those Shiva were like Dragon. the Shiva Dragons were good, yeah. and um, Singer Vampires were amazing. Singer Vampires, yeah. Fantastic. So, uh, I know we talked about it. I think it was last week that we talked about which five-color deck I was going to build. Yeah. Made a choice. What did you pick? Garth One-Eye. That wasn't even on the list. No, I know, but... <laughs> <laughs> I know. Fuck off. But it's so cool, and I can build Garth, you know, Garth... Fucking good stuff. He's is he the one that's like if you do this, you can create like basically make a you can tap him and lotus. cast a black lotus yeah. or regrowth shivan dragon. It's one of each color of like everything from alpha. Basically. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's the the main cards. Yeah. yeah. So I'm gonna go with that because I I was really leaning towards Kenrith, 
But it's like, well, I can just do this and have a Black Lotus. So... Also, bro, everyone's got cameras. <laughs> I know. It's just like, yeah, less unique, in my opinion. Yeah. yeah. And I'm just, just looking for... It's four colors and a white. It just has five yeah. colors in it. As oh, yeah. Like being Uber, you know? Yeah, yeah. see, and we, we had that a lot, uh, you know, a while back, the beginning is... I seem to have, when it comes to the Commander decks, a lot of monocolored Commander decks. <laughs> add, some, add some spice in your life. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? I think, uh, yeah, no, my only Commander deck that is more than one color is Jericho, and she's Blanca. only two. Jericho. Oh, Blanca, yeah, I forgot yeah, about Blanca. Blanca. He's also only two, but still. Yeah, he's only two. I've, I've moved up from one to two. One I have slowly but surely, yeah. I've built every color combination ever. Yeah. I, I have had at least one deck when I was like really into my commander building and shit. And when that, like before I got into modern, that's, I had every color combination. And yeah. even now I want to own and like have at my disposal, one of every color deck just to fuck yeah. around. Just to, it's just yeah. a little, you know? Yeah. See, I, I built a sliver deck, five color sliver deck. Played and it I, once. I played it once. And then I, I, I realized <clears throat> it wasn't anywhere near as fun as the sliver deck that I built back when, you know, when it was 60 card and you could have, yeah. Four of each. And yeah, I mean, I had two Mox Diamonds in there and I think I was running three Sliver Queens. and Slivers is just a not not a fun game plan. I just think it's Slivers just not. are boring, quite it's, frankly. They are. I mean, it's... it's <laughs> I know, it, was all, it was awesome when you were running 60 cards and you were going to get oh, all this 60 stuff. Card, yeah. I love Slivers. Commander, it's so boring. Everyone does it. Yeah. I, I don't know. I, I, I even had one. <laughs> I did it because I loved Slivers so much back then. And then it was just like, it's not the same. Yeah. So I had a friend when I was working at the game store that I was at and uh, their name, I'll call them out because they were so nice. Their name was Alex. And they, uh, they gave me, they knew I was building a, a Sliver deck. This is right as I was just getting back into modern, like, or into magic. That's like, I wanted a Sliver deck. I wanted, I didn't know. I think I was going to build the first Sliver because Modern Horizons just came out. So I was like, oh, I just build the first Sliver. It'd be a good time. This, this friend coworker walked up right before they left and they were like, listen, like I really enjoyed my time with you. You know, you were, it's been so much fun to work with because we always joked around and uh, they gave me a sliver legion and a sliver queen before they got oh, reprinted, nice. just handed them to me. And I was like, oh shit. And then I sold them. No, you didn't. <laughs> well, I sold them to you. I sold one of them. I, I got the legion yeah. and I think I sold the queen. No. Yeah. I sold it to, um, no. Yeah, yeah, one of my other coworkers. And I got a Prismatic Vista and a Fetch Land out of it. It was a flooded strand, an onslaught flooded strand. There you go. Yeah, yeah. the time it was worth like 50 bucks. Oh, and yeah. I traded it to you for 90. Nice. Yeah, and then he also, I see I have your- You uh, have all of my cards. Yes, I have, I have your Gilded Drake. Yep, <laughs> that's another thing. I, I don't know if you've listened to our show much, but I had another friend of mine, Jesse, who uh, so at, there was a time that my uh, my wife and I at that time, we thought we were moving to Florida. And so like we had plans set, like moving dates and everything. Yeah. And uh, I was hanging out with this this friend one last time and he and I were super close. And this motherfucker just gave me a Gilded Drake, just nice. handed it to me. And I'm like, what is it with people just That's giving me expensive cards? Yeah. He's got friends in high yeah. places. Yeah. So no, I, I, yeah, I was going to say, I, I'm, I'm, you know, I've got him as the friend, so I got all those cards now. So yeah. I have a Gilded not Drake. Not for free. <laughs> I didn't just hand you a Gilded Drake. You did not just hand it to me, no. No, that went towards what I owed you for four solitudes, a bunch of fetch lands, and a bunch of other cards. All right. So you have just brought up Pioneer tonight. <laughs> now, do you think it's dying? I don't know. It's it's pioneers in a very interesting spot right now because a lot. So personally, I 
and this is probably not a popular stance right now. I really enjoy Pioneer. It's probably one of the six car formats I am playing the most at the moment. Um, I have, uh, I mentioned it earlier, I have Neoformer tracks so fully built out. Uh, took the RCQ uh, Meridian uh, a few weeks ago, had a blast, didn't do well, but I had a blast. Uh, but uh, I, so I really enjoy the format, but a lot of people are not just because it's very stagnant. There's not been very much movement in terms of like the top like eight or so decks. Uh, Neoformer tracks have been performing well. Uh, Rector's Midrange, which is the top deck for a very long time, oh, yeah. actually got replaced by Rector's Sacrifice. Um, which we talked about before because you he built Rector's Sacrifice before yeah. it was a thing. Before it was cool. Yeah. It's, <laughs> oh, my, yeah. Mine's more of a... It's not as efficient. Yeah, sure, it's, yeah. it's a discard sacrifice type deal. It's it's I got the sacrifice in there, but it's it's also clearing out your hand. And For sure, yeah. It's solid. It's scary. You need Thought Season there, though. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which shows how the meta has shifted because uh, when Raptor's Midrange was at the peak, he was running three Liliana the Veils because I was a governor United and everything. Um, I think it's running one now, maybe none. Like, because it's all just all in on giving shield rate as your like, main win con and stuff like that now. The shield um, is hard to deal with in Pioneer. It's very hard to deal with in Pioneer, yeah. Now, have it like, I think efficient removal is something that people are t- still trying to figure out in Pioneer, uh, both in the sideboard and the main. Um, but like, just there hasn't been much movement. The top two decks have been Raptor's Sacrifice and Monogreen Devotion for. Ever. God, since before summer, <laughs> yeah. right, for, for a minute now, like um, last year, <laughs> yeah, and like you've had like some really consistent decks, like uh, Spirits has been a top, has been one of the top eight decks since I think Pioneer came out, which I think is really cool, and it's got some new, new toys. Um, it shuffled around. It used to be Dance Spirits, but then people realized I can just play more creatures and I don't need to run Collection Company. Oh yeah, uh, so now it's, it's shuffled away from that. It's just Story Spirits. Um, one of Blue Spirits still exists, but it's not near as efficient or good. Um, and so there just hasn't been much movement. And so like, uh, LSB, uh, Luke Scott Vargas actually posted on Twitter a few weeks ago. He's like, I wish they would just ban like five things and just like make it interesting again. He's like, I don't enjoy the format right now. What like, five fair. would you ban? So, oh, fuck if I know. Oh, uh, well, I mean, not, I don't think you can ban Nikthos because, uh, See, I don't I, know. Maybe I, ban Karn, but because again, side, the sideboard in that deck is so damn efficient. Oh yeah. I had um, the deck, so yeah, yeah, maybe Van Card, I don't know, but I mean, then you just your sideboard becomes less one ofs, and you can still run your fucking Cavalier or whatever the Cavalier Thorns, yeah, or anything. yeah. yeah. Um, so like you could ban Nikthos, that would just ban it completely, in my opinion, because um, then you don't have essentially your Tron in that deck. Um, Ratchet Sacrifice, it's just efficient. Blah, blah, blah. There's, There's not much you can do to get rid of it. Yeah, that. like you ban Mayhem Devil. Oh no, I can't think things so often. I'll just play Shieldred. <laughs> and Shieldred's not enough of a problem that you can ban Shieldred. Uh, like, Shieldred's only in two decks. Like And uh, Abs and Grease Fang is a good deck. It's used not, to be good. really good. It's so good. But it's so fragile. You want any graveyard hit, it's dead. The, the, the oh, yeah. Deck is just dead. It's done. It's so fragile. And um, Unlicensed Hearse is boop, it's done. Yeah, yeah you're gone. Just gone. Yeah, yeah. And so I, so, I don't know if they just need to ban a bunch of stuff or they need to try unbanning some, some of the stuff they like banned at the beginning. But unbanned fetch lands. Let's do it. I call <laughs> for it now. Fuck it at this point, honestly. Like, and but the problem is, so much of the stuff they banned at the beginning was mono green shit. So that just helps. It's just fuel to fire more. And so I don't know what needs to happen. Like, I still personally enjoy the format, but I know a lot of people don't. Like, and so, I know. Um, I know. Like, uh, one of the local game stores here recently dropped uh, support of it because they just weren't getting turnout for it. Um, and so I don't know what needs to happen, but I, I feel like there needs to be a shakeup of some kind. And a lot of the pros that play like Reduke and Blue Star Burgers agree. So, well, what about them extending standard? Uh, you think that's hurting it at all to three years? Um. I don't think they no, correlate. because <laughs> I think, again, because maybe I just don't think highly of Watsi, but I think that they just extended standards so they can keep selling children. 
<laughs> that is <laughs> There's a lot of cards. Yeah. Yeah, bro, she'll just be labeling fucking standard for so goddamn long. but here's the thing we might have another thing come along to help deal with it because you know before Shieldred we had something I can't think of what it was but you know Meat Hook Massacre yeah you know we had Meat Hook Massacre Invoke Despair Fable of the Mirror Breaker you know all this stupid cards shut up (laughs) (laughs) leave fucking wedding announcement out of this I will get on my soapbox rant again about how much I hate that fucking card it killed me I played three games today all of them had white and wedding announcement in it I was playing mono black I dressed one of them. They had no others in their hand. Guess what they top decked? A fucking wedding announcement. It's that should so have been good. banned. It's so good. God damn, I hate that card. Fuck. Oh you get me riled up. It's so good. If you're going to so ban good. Invoke Despair, which was one of my favorite cards, and still keep wedding announcement in there, which, ugh, fuck you. <laughs> it's like one of the only ways Invoke Despair was like one of the only ways to get rid of it because it hits enchantments too uh, I knew that was going to get him <laughs> oh god it makes me mad I fucking hate that card yeah. god it's like one in every couple episodes you're like hey wedding announcement <laughs> I get all pissed off about it fuck oh my god. no but no, no yeah, fetches will never go bad enough for ever no, it's one of the things that makes it unique so that they don't have fetches and like Bro, you have mana confluence. You, you don't need fetches. Yeah, mana confluence. Uh, you have all, obviously all the shocks. You have like, Lotus you have Field. Lotus Field, yeah. Lotus crazy. Field is, is another deck that like was like at the tip top and then it like came down for a while and is still like hovering in the middle and like it's all the way back up a little bit again because people don't aren't siding for it anymore. It's yeah, been, like dampening um, sphere, shit like dampening that. Dampening sphere, yeah. yeah, stuff like that. Yeah, some of them are still running that as a two of, but I'm like, it's it's a dead card a long time. It's so a one of in my sideboard. So, yeah, see, I'm yeah. I'm running two of. And it's it's mainly for uh, Nyctos. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Are you pointing at me. I don't have that deck anymore. <laughs> I thought yeah. you did. No, I have Mono White. Oh, I didn't know that. I yes, like, you do. I do. Like I got some cards from you. There are two white aggro decks now because there's Mono White Humans, which has been around forever. That's the one. But now you have Boros Convoke, which I which I do think is like a fresh new face in the format, having having like some of the new cards that Convoke and stuff like that, and I think that's nice. But it, like a major shakeup needs to happen for it to really like. I don't know, for it to be loved amongst the community more. I I think it's just, when it first came out, because it came out right as COVID was happening too, which that was a big reason that it was a bummer. I saw a lot of board games too that came out that are just now picking up Steam that just have been out for so long, but COVID, no one played them, no one. And so I think it's just one of those situations that if it had came out at a better time, it probably would have more steam at this point. Because even yeah. now, Watsy doesn't even really support it. Like, we get it our RCQ season. It does more now, which is insane. Yeah. Like, literally during COVID, Watsy's like, oh yeah, this will see, like, no competitive sport, by the way. Yeah. At, least, like, at least, like, while COVID is happening. And now we're and seeing RCQs. Like, cool, yeah, and then it's finally coming back around. And so I, I feel like just when it came out, like, it was, like, already dying. <laughs> In a way, like, um... But again, like, like you may not be in a good place, but I still enjoy the format. I think it's cool that there are still so many good decks, even though like there's still a definitive top two in my opinion. Uh, I think it's cool that there, people are still like doing like jank shit, trying new new stuff out and everything. So yeah, it's a very young format, so it's very hard to decide what what's good and what isn't. It's kind of like Oathbreaker. No yeah. one, no one's playing Oathbreaker or Brawl, but yeah, yeah. it's yeah. way too new to be able to decide what you know yeah. what's good and what's not. It's you know. Yeah, I, I, I think if it sticks around, then it'll find its place. 
Yeah, I like I said, it's just too new. We just it, it hasn't found a home. Yeah. We don't know what's good and what isn't outside of the few decks that are so good. And if you're not playing those decks, you're getting ran over. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, like I said, I'm building mono white and I'm I'm just building it for shits and giggles because so I can have a pioneer deck. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If I really cared that much, I would have kept mono green. Yeah. yeah. And so you can put wedding announcement in it. Exactly. I have three in, sideboard, <laughs> three in my sideboard, bitch. Three in my sideboard. But I don't play them in standard. Yep. I do love that there's a competitive 60 card format that is running Big Fairy. Azorius Control. I know. It's, it's so good. Deck. I would argue Azorius Control is probably the most consistent and best deck out of like those three. Um, like outside of the top two. Um, just like you have everything you could want in the control deck in that shell. Like you have Dovin's Veto, you have Spring Burdens, you have uh, the Wandering Emperor, like, and Hall of Storm Giants is your wing con. I love Hall of Storm Giants. <laughs> yeah, yes. everything you can want. Uh, two of my, two of the buddy, my buddies in uh, my play group uh, both have the deck. <laughs> it's just, it's even fun to play against. It's honestly. solid, yeah. It's it's just a good time. It's kind of fun that how how control works in Pioneer because we they don't have a lot of the really efficient counter spells yeah. and such because they have like Absorb Absorb, yeah. Is, is Counterspell even legal? Yeah. yeah so no. no Counterspell, no Force of Negation, obviously no Force of Will, no Pact of Negation. No Free, yeah, no, no yeah. Days, no, yeah, which Days is even on illegal. But. Yeah, but, you know, it, it's it's really cool to see Control decks still finding a home, although I'm not surprised, but honestly, you can only do so. I, I, that's why I think Control isn't good in Standard, because in terms of Standard, we have, like, Negate, Spell Pierce, and Make Disappear. It's like we can't really, yeah. you can't really do much the with those. It will always be in standard. It will be in standard until standard is no longer a format. Yeah, which hopefully is soon. It gets reprinted like every two sets, which I'm kind of okay with. Yeah, like, it's, especially for limited, I think it's great to have like an yeah. efficient counterspell. And I would rather have that in standard than counterspell. Yeah, no, like, absolutely. Like two, two blue, just you're done? No. Yeah. Like, I which may- is why they put Modern Horizons 2 for her, so it can be Modern League. Yeah. <clears throat> now, what is your favorite? Or most memorable magic moment. Oh, just Magic the Gathering, period? Yeah, yeah, just with Magic the Gathering, period. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Um, That's a hard one. I'm going to have to think on that for a minute. See, so. I, you I, start. I have to go back to, <coughs> I like, my, my most favorable moments are when I do something that is so off the wall and so great and just hilarious. And I always go back to. Don't you dare say the mirror. I'm going to. Oh, let's go. So he had a uh, he had a colorless deck. Kozilek, commander. Yeah. Damn good deck. Well, they had just come out with void mirror, and if it's no colored oh. man, it was spent to cast this counter it, and I top decked it on turn two because <laughs> I, <laughs> and I played that card one time. He immediately scooped. I wasn't oh, mad. No. I and thought it, it was and funny. It, and it and it immediately I took it out of the deck. I only wanted to do it <laughs> just for that one time. And he shortly uh disassembled that deck. Oh my Oh, God. like three months later. That's for amazing. separate reasons. Actually, following up off that, I uh, um probably one of, actually probably a top probably a top moment for me too. This is actually only a few months ago. I was uh my buddy has a, a vintage cube and he uh oof. he brought it over well it's, it's proxy yeah, but, still yeah oof. he has a vintage cube and it's a ton of fun like black lotus all power nine all that good stuff and uh we were playing at my friend's house and this is my brother's first time we're playing magic gathering and he's drafting vintage cube as his first time playing magic and uh he and I get like randomly drawn we get pitted against each other and uh I was running five color <laughs> essentially like show and tell basically Ooh, just, like good. all these big stuff nice just without show and tell like I had like every oh. other show, I had every show sneak and tell attack and, exactly yeah, yeah uh, Eureka was yeah um so 
I cast Eureka, and my brother's playing uh, Mono Green, essentially splashing blue flakes and cards. But uh, I cast Eureka, <laughs> and I go first. I go Iona, naming Green. <laughs> you cannot. Yikes! He's like, oh, so I can't do anything. I'm like, yeah, unfortunately. <laughs> Get <laughs> fucked. And he was my own brother, and it's the first time he's ever played. And I'm like, I'm sorry, I wanted to do this. This doesn't <laughs> happen very often, yeah, but. And it's, and it's, but like, Eureka is still resolving, right? So yeah. I, I don't need grace. He puts out a creature, and I go, Arkham Cruelty. Oh <laughs> my <laughs> god! <laughs> What oh the? You're God. such an asshole. I, I love asshole. it. Oh, it was so great. I me. love it. Now the question is, does he still play? Uh, so a little bit, yeah. yeah like okay. he just, uh, yeah, he just doesn't have the time for it. He doesn't have any cards. He just plays the fine. So he's like, oh, vintage. No, we're not playing. Not no, playing. not anymore. Yeah. <laughs> I think one of my favorites was was the first time that Narset ever did Narset things when I played with you guys. And Which he cheated. I did cheats <laughs> on accident. So approach of the second son, complicated card. So the first time that you cast it can be cast from anywhere and it counts. Second time has to be from your hand and it has to resolve. Didn't know that. It just got put on the stack from her ability and we thought it worked. All right, whatever. Apparently but, well, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. Something was so funny about seeing it because you are a very like when we're playing magic, you're not on your phone. You're very in into the game. Doesn't matter if it's if it's a six person commander game, you're involved. You're here for it. Yes. That was the first time I'd ever seen you get on your phone and start fucking around on Facebook <laughs> was when I cast it's my sixth taken. extra turn spell in a row. Oh my God. That's at that point, I'm like, yeah, fine. Let me know when you're fucking done. Yep. <laughs> oh, you won? All right, let's move to the next one. six. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think that's gotta be my favorite. Uh, but if we're talking about just experiences, I, I remember drafting and I've talked about it in the past, but drafting at my family reunion. Yeah, but there was like eight of us, I think, and we all sat around this tiny little table, and we did a little draft. And it was the same time I got those gutter snipes. Yeah, was we wanted like we wanted packs, so we bunch went out. Of nerds that you are. Yes, yes, <laughs> me and my cousins and one of my friends who came up with me, and we all sat around and we drafted, and then we sleeved up and we played a bunch of games after that. That's nothing seriously big happened, but just that was just such a fun experience. You know, yeah. all of us carpooling in a big van and driving an hour away to the closest game yeah. shop. <laughs> As I was saying, I, I, you know, I, I beat a professional magic player. He did. There you go. Kind okay. of. Kind well, of. Kind of. Kind of. Okay. Kind of. She dropped. Yeah. Asterisk, there's an asterisk. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, she she had somewhere else she had to go, but. What uh, was her yeah. name again? Melissa DeTerra. Melissa DeTerra. Oh my yeah. God. Yeah. That's insane. I saw that, like, somebody saw that, like, wait, you're playing against Melissa DeTerra? And I was like. I think it was Melissa yeah? DeTerra. DeTerra. Yeah, yeah DeTerra. Yeah. And I was like. She's insane. Yeah. She's great. Like, yeah. Uh, yeah, I guess so. And then. I was like, oh shit, yeah. She's oh, is that, that important? <laughs> uh, well, I didn't realize that a professional player was going to be even in this. So I was yeah. like, oh, okay. She just drafted and bounced. She yeah, she drafted and bounced. But yeah. I talked to her the next day. I ran into her and talked Showed to her the, the next picture. day. <laughs> Showed her the picture. Yeah. That's we awesome. got a good laugh about it. Uh, she had a party to go to. So, I mean, I probably, okay. probably yeah. better. Yeah. It was it. the crazy Val party. Yeah. No, it was, that was, was the it? day after. This oh. was a different one. But yeah, I mean, I'm pretty sure for her, going to that party was a lot better than whooping my ass. So... <laughs> There's the easy, easy two zero right there. Yeah, yeah. easy one. And in a fucking undraft. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <coughs> in terms of like special moments for me, one, one, another one was when I first like really started getting mass scouting was Battle for Sendingar, which is another reason why it's one of my favorite sets. And uh, my best friend um, got me a uh, just like a, a fat pack um, of like Battle for Sendingar. Ooh, rip fat yeah. packs, dude! Yeah, what a dude, throwback! Uh, now they're called bundles. They so. got more packs and they're smaller, so I'm into it. Uh, yeah, fair enough. Yeah. But uh, I got me a, a, a fat pack of uh, Bob Zendikar, first pack of Cole Foil. <laughs> like, nice! I literally could not get a better card like in the set. And I, I, oh, I, don't know, 
god, set. at the time that's that must have been worth so much. Yeah, and so that's I, another reason why I love that set and Old Odyssey Sunder. So, but uh, yeah, yeah, those those bundles. I I think I pulled some of my better cards out of the bundles. I have too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like getting a foil promo, the One Ring out of the Lord of the Rings one. Best pull I've ever had. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> Everybody <laughs> did. Everybody did. Shut up. <laughs> Doesn't matter. I was special. <laughs> Mine looks cooler than everybody else's. It was shinier. It was crimped at the bottom. <laughs> I wish, dude. I had a foil. I had a foil crimped. Uh, one of the Galvanic iteration that I ended up selling for like. I think someone bought it off here for like a hundred bucks because it was it was crimped by like a solid quarter inch, like it yeah. was deep. I yeah. think I I've only come across two misprints for me. Yeah, I, I mean have, like I like you know serious enough that people would want them type misprints. You know, yeah. there's some like sh- like a little bit of shift, a little off stuff. center. No, yeah, none yeah. of that. No, I'm talking like one hundred percent. It was like half of one card and half of another. Yep. Yeah, <laughs> those are worth a lot. Fun's well, like I should learn about those. So if there's one like if you have like a misprint that like the entire top is like the arts like text, but then like the name of the card's at the bottom. The name of the card, that's the card. Not I the card, love not that. The card and everything. So if like, it's like cut off midways, like through like the name of the card, the name of that is the card. That's Even cool. Like, art, like it has like completely different art rules, text and everything. I've wondered. Um, oh, can you imagine you just can build a, build a deck off of, you know, that would be the cards. most confusing oh, yeah. shit in the world. <laughs> people do that a lot. And I'm like, that is like the hunt for those has to be like, and they're expensive. Right? I'm in some like misprint pages on Facebook. Some of them go for a lot. Oh yeah. yeah. It's absolutely. crazy. It's there's, crazy. there's actually a website that actually ha- like, has a game where like they show you a photo of a misprint and you have to guess how much it's worth. Oh, and wow. like you get points based on how close you're. That's sick. Value. Yeah, you'll have to send me it that. It's insane. Blah, blah, blah. Like there's like like here's a comment like onslaught that's like cut in half and you're like oh well it's onslaught it must be like worth a lot and you're like fifty dollars and it's like twelve and then there's like one that's like some bull common that's played in popper or something that has like a slight misprint like crimped a little bit it's like oh this is eighty and I'm like. Well, I would never in a million years guess that. And so uh, it's, it's insane just like the what people will pay for like certain things like that. And so so kind of kind of branching off of that a little bit, at least it came to my mind was have you ever noticed how like so foils, right? So you get a rare and let's say like the one ring, the foil one ring is like 75, 80 and the normal one is like 65 to 70. But then I, I looked at like striped river winder. Yeah. Which is a 49 cent card and the foil is 22. It's usually <laughs> down to the fact, I would think, because it's that it's a common, right? It's a common from yeah. Amonkhet. So it's most likely like me, common foils, I just throw in with the common. So now <coughs> I, they're all scratched. So getting something that's going to be a near miss. Even a heavily played one is like 12. Like, why? This card is like 40 cents. Well, also some of that it has to do with the fact that like there's only like one printing, like it's, it's a huge. That's it's a huge true. One. Like that's why like foil of the uh, we were talking about a little bit ago, the Gear Seeker Serpent, like go yep. for a little bit because it gets played in uh, Popper Affinity and there's only one printing of it, and so that's um, fair. So like where commons are played, that's that's a huge reason. But like otherwise, like I'm like I don't fucking know why <laughs> it's expensive. Yeah, with the just the quality of the cards, it's I I, I really not a big fan of playing those uh any foiled cards they pringle so oh, I damn had de- easy. i had to defoil neoforma tracks because i was worried about getting dq'd yeah <laughs> like, yep. literally i had to like defoil i think like 12 cards just because i was like i don't want to give it a warning or like something we keep uh, talking about it but but commander legends dude 
Fuck oh my god. Is it worse? Started. They're always worse. Yeah. Commander Legends. Commander the one Legends. Oh, Commander Legends. Yeah. Not Commander Masters. No, that one was so bad that, that the non-foil, yeah. the non-foils Pringle. Yeah, it was, yeah, seriously. That's so foil Vampire Tutor post on Reddit, and it was literally like a, a full, like, like a rainbow. Pringle, yeah. A full half just, rainbow, and I'm like, that's insane. Oh my god. You know, yeah, I put it between like two books for like 10 days, and it was still like this. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, there was... It seemed like too that uh, I think it was double masters because they did the foils at the very end, bad. but they did the foils at the end. Yeah. So you would open it up, and that first foil card always had a line on it. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Right. I don't know why. I know exactly what you're talking about. Everyone was trying to get extra money off the cards because they were like, "It's a misprint." It's like, no, dude. No, every one of that these is has unfortunately them. Unfortunately, just standard. For the yeah. The only the thing I can think kind of, of is the machine after they wrap them. It's it's gear or something like that that's running. It is just right across that spot because it seemed like it was the same line on every damn. Oh, card. you could line up twelve of them in a row and they all follow the same line. Exactly, yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. All right. So, one of the things that I thought about. After looking at the final Eldrain list, because that's how that's I've already bought a couple packs, but it officially comes out tomorrow. Tomorrow, um, I do. I have parallel lives out of one pack. Anyways, Hell yeah, yeah not, 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 not even the super cool parallel. No, lives, okay. it was just a cool. It was still a parallel <laughs> lives. It's still a thirty dollar card that I spent five dollars to get. Yeah, which um, is funny. Wait, you pulled it out of a normal, not of a collector. It was a set booster. Oh, nice. Yeah, I didn't realize that. I thought yes. you pulled a collector pack. Nope. Oh, yeah, they, they have them those, which is really sick. Yeah. It's I've seen, like, Necropo- yeah. I, I, yeah. I have a, one of the original Paranormal Parallel Lives. Which I'm pretty sure yeah. you got from me. I did. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, I've noticed a trend with Eldraine. Why in God's name is it just Eldraine that the sets are so fucking strong? Oh, yeah. Both Eldraine sets Both of them. so much yeah. better than well, a lot of the I, other which ones. Is, which is funny, because I, I read an article literally yesterday about how, uh, like, the design team for Wilds of Eldraine specifically... Um, took into consideration all of the negative connotations with Throne of Eldraine, like Boko. I and mean, there were so all few the of them yeah. still. Yeah, and like once upon a time, all the mistakes they made from that set, they're like, we are not going to do this again. And they did it again. Not, not to the same extent, but I still feel like, I don't know, like, like, like they didn't Well, I haven't, enough I haven't seen anything as, as strong as Oko. Beseech the Mirror, I wouldn't say is as strong as Oko, but that card is seeing Legacy and Vintage play. Yep. It is already $70. Yeah, but I, I mean, that card is amazing. Yeah, so yeah. was Oko. Well, Oko was too amazing. Well, yeah. who's to say, I mean, See, I mean these cards thing. are only out on Arena online. The only reason that Oko did so well is because they didn't think about they it. They didn't play test it, right? But oh, everybody else who, who, had, you know, who sat there and been like, Hey, I can turn your shit into elves. <laughs> no, Target creature. Playtest committee for Throne of Eldraine was like, oh yeah, we didn't even think about that. And I'm like, how could you not take that into consideration when designing this card? How can also, you not turn someone's Emrakul into an elk? Making Emrakul an elk is a plus ability. It's not even <laughs> that is insane to me. Bro, don't eat, like, I, I, oh I, my I, I god. Oko will live in infamy over how badly you can. It's like, a three a, mana planeswalker that yeah. just snipes something and, and, like, into an elf. Like, like people like defended three mana walkers, like, oh yeah, Narset, like Parker Veils is like healthy, like you know, you know, like, like it's like decent, but it's not. Teferi. Teferi is like maybe a little OP in some like regards, but I'm like, Oko, like 
How can you play test something that badly? How can you, I, I don't. Well, How many people yeah. had this card and just didn't do it? Exactly. Yeah. Everybody's like, oh, like, I, oh I don't want a 3 3 L. No, but you want them to have a 3 3 Yeah. Elk. Oh, I can make my food into Elks. Yippee. I can no, have 3 3s. No, yeah. No, yeah. you want them to have 3 3s because you're blowing their good shit up. <laughs> oh, yeah. I played that card in Commander for so long. And I have this running theme on turning people's commanders into things that are hard to deal with. Fuck Imprisoned you. in oh, the moon, yeah. dark Steel mutation. Okay. Yep. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Everyone. I mean, Corey loves that shit. <laughs> loves it. He loves when I turn a Sir Conrad or his Yuriko into a you know a land. Something tells me that's there's, not true. No, go, oh god, no. There's oh, only god, no. there's only one other card that pisses me off more than that. Narset. Telepathy. I love that card. <laughs> I, I love hate telepathy. telepathy. Bro, I play in every blue card. I have been trying to deck. make telepathy work in CDH for so long. It's so good. <laughs> it's, it's, it's a one minute card that just says "fuck you." It really See, does. It, it yeah. doesn't. It doesn't need to work because what it does pisses everybody else yeah. off. Takes away their game plan. You see what they have, and it's like, well, I'm gonna cast this, and like, oh, that fucker's got this. No, he doesn't. Yep. Cause you can see their hand. Yep. It's like I'm gonna bait out your force of will before I cast right. my Narset. Exactly. I'm, I'm gonna cast Ad Not, and it's like, oh wait, see, no, I'm gonna cast that because you can't do shit about it. Yeah, you fucking see your Ad Nos. I see definitely can protect your Ad <laughs> I have turned so many people onto telepathy. It's not even funny. I love that card. I, believe it. I just found it too. It wasn't in a recommended on like EDH rec. I just found it. Yeah, I'm like happened. a one mana yeah. enchantment that just lets me look at everyone's shit. Cool. People era. pay two life for they, a Jitaxian probe to look at one person's hand. Yep. Yeah, and it's play, play, and it's play <laughs> with your hand rebuild. It's so good. Yep. And no one runs enchantment hating anything. Yeah, not enough, at least. Not a, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's like, cool, we'll probably see like a return to nature here and there, but for the yeah. most part, no one, there's not enough. If, if he's playing a deck and he and I see an island drop, I know that fucking card is in there. <laughs> I always get it. Like, and I'm pretty one sure he's, he's like, he's got, it, kind of, it. he's got it up his sleeve and he's just waiting and he's just like, oh, telepathy. Yeah, turn the 101st card. <laughs> yeah. Turn one telepathy. Motherfucker. Yeah. Why do you think that I'm trying to sleeve all my shit in the same color? So I don't have to keep putting my telepathy in different sleeves. Come oh on. Yeah, I love that card. But anyways, Eldraine. Wilds of Eldraine. Yeah, yeah we, we are so yes, off topic. I love but, it. But these are great tangents. But uh, Besiege the Mirror is a fantastic card, and I love it so much. I think it's... I, I don't know if you'll see a home in Pioneer or Standard, though. But, like, I, I feel like it's just... I play it in Standard. Yeah. yeah, and I, like, I'll like i sack a Phyrexian Arena and go get my uh, Shieldred and cast it for free. That's, okay, see, I, I mentioned that to my playgroup because I'm like, yo, you can get this read. I can get Shieldred with it. And I'm like... That's pretty damn good. Like, I think they can see standard, but I'm like, no, I don't think so. And yeah, like, it's a three up. I feel like it can be. It's like, good. It it's is. fantastic. It's like, bro, if you're running Frexian Arena in standard, that's how you know standard is not aggro. I love Frexian Arena, dude. Yeah. yeah, it is. It's it's a damn good card. Oh, yeah. yeah. As soon as we read it, we were like, yeah, this card is yeah. going to be the top. I card. originally read it wrong, and I thought that it was just any card, and then cast it for free. I didn't realize that it was four or less. Yeah. Well, but, in the, well, in Legacy Storm, that reads, oh, I have a storm count of, like, nine. I cast this, and I go find my Tendrils of Agony. You're dead. Yeah, th- <laughs> that shot, insane. anything. Well, because yeah. then that, that becomes your storm count of, like, ten and eleven. Because yeah. you, because you have to pretend that Tendrils of Agony is your eleven. You're just looking at Yeah, uh, you, no, it's You ridiculous. don't even need to run, like, Tendrils of Agony or Cyborg anymore to, like, find it with Cunning, cunning Wish or Burning Wish. What's weird is, is we've seen, so, like... What was what was the tutor that came out in Core Twenty that was the crazy reprint that we hadn't seen since 
Star Wars uh, Grim Shooter. Grim Shooter was a huge one. That saw no standard play. Yeah. Zero. Yeah. Nowhere. Because it didn't let you cast for free and you also lost life. Yeah. Right? So, so, and even now, it sees like even in people are playing Profane Tutor in Modern over Grim Tutor. Yeah. So I'm like, dude, what is like with tutors and being shit and now Beseech the Mirror, which is yeah. two more mana, including an extra black pip. Well, it's a one extra mana because uh, Grim Tutor is one color, it's two black. And then I thought it was three. just one black and one. No, no, uh, no, that's that's, that's one, two, tutor. black, yeah. three, life. Yeah. So it's like literally Demon Tutor, but strictly worse on every single level. <laughs> yes. That's just but fucking, it was yeah. And didn't see any play. Yeah, so. which, and even now, I mean, the card is still like 20 bucks. Yeah. But it sees no play. People well, play the every two bucks is because the only place it was printed before was starting in 1999. Which like, even then it was like $400. Yeah, you only had the one printed. Yeah. yeah. And so. And it's a tutor. Um, so. Yeah. And so, like, and that's why everyone was waiting for it. So it's not on the reserve list. And yeah. so that's why everyone's like, why are you buying this? It's going to plummet. It's like um, Imperial Seal. Yeah, essentially. Yeah. And then Imperial Seal brought it's still expensive, but. It's still, yeah, um, 78. I'm, I'm glad they finally reprinted that one. That I needed that it. definitely needed it. So and that's absolutely. a good card. We yeah. need, Damn now, card. now we just need Mana Crypts and every Precon. Oh, then yeah, we're good. Yeah, honestly, yeah, and yeah. fetches and shocks. Also, I sorry, I'll die on that put, hill. No, puts good lands and precons. That, that's another tangent. I'm but tired of temples and top lands. Come they, on, they Dude, that's why the five color deck that just came out is so bad. Like every yeah. there's like I think there's 39 lands in the deck. Oh my and, god! And I think 22 of them are tapped. <laughs> it's insane. And, we, and we looked at that those decks and and that seemed to be the like if you needed to do a, a, an upgrade to it. It's Lance. always it's always the mana base. Lance it's always. always and that and rocks. Yeah, base and rocks, and you're yeah. you're good. The deck is obvious is now like twenty times, but even replacing them with basics. Yeah, take twenty two, and it's like a two color deck. You just throw it. All right, cool. Two or yeah. eleven of this and eleven of this. You're good. Yeah. Now the deck is twenty times better because you know you can do something. Yeah. You know? At least arcane signet is finally standard. That's good. Yeah. Uh, like that's always a good reprint, but yeah. God, that that was another card they were that they were like, yeah, we shouldn't have printed this. Yeah, which is <laughs> weird to me because it's, it's it's not all that. Yeah. Deck, yeah, well, so it's Ar- soaring, but yeah, arcane signets. Wait, what? My arcane signet is just the best two mana rock in all yeah. of commander, and like, it adds so a color. It's, yeah. like it's in every CDH deck. Like, yeah, it's, it's great. Just in every commander deck, and the so. Infinity Gauntlet's the best printing of it. Yeah, the yeah. the promo the version. One, yeah, yeah. That was so I sick. got over there. I have one on a yeah. binder somewhere. That's so sick. But. Yeah, I don't know if you had anything else to add about Watson Eldrin. No, I'm good. We, 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 tangent. <laughs> we are not good at staying on topics. I, I think they're definitely stronger sets like yeah. that than we've it's, seen. Well, because it feels like once a year we get a set that just knocks it out of the park. Yeah. And it's just weird that two of them now have been Eldrin. Yeah. I, I Yeah, and I, I would have liked to have seen more, like we've talked about this before, a lot more, mo- not modern, but a standard cards in it just 60 cards focused not constructed not yeah. constructed there, yeah. and it seemed very focused on on commander yeah but like not, not like uh, we briefly mentioned earlier none of the like enchantment adventures are going to see play in standard yeah i i no. play i play a one of as the black the, the yeah in my yeah. mono black standard deck against uh five color yeah atraxa yeah because then i can kill their thing and then reanimate it yeah and then i get it yeah or like their tyrannix rex or something yeah, like exactly. that yeah. yeah there's it's it's got a lot of utility but like the 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 red one is the one that irritates me the most because they did not even try. They did not even try to make it seem like, hey, this is for something other than commander. No, whenever a source deals non-combat damage to an opponent, it deals three Burn. times that much. Yeah. It's like cool. Well, this is gonna see playing commander, and I'm gonna cast a bolt in one mana, just deal nine to you. Yeah. Like get fucked, nerd. Like, like what are you gonna do about it? How many bird spells are there in standard right now? Like I, I don't think there's a lot. We have like, like five, four or five. Yeah, and they're not 
efficient. No, <laughs> like red deck wins doesn't even play play sets of them all. That, that, that does not surprise me. <laughs> yeah, because they, they're just not good. Like sometimes they're good efficient removal. Like, but even them, there's yeah. a two mana deal three. Yeah. It's like, what? Just so, bring bolts. Yeah. Why? Yeah. Just bring bolt back standard. Yeah, yeah. it won't. Well, won't kill it. Yeah. Well, they're going to bring Phyrexian Arena to standard, which had that ever had a standard printing product? Because I thought it was a print. Well, yeah, it did. But it hasn't been in standard for like 20 oh, years. Never. Yeah, for like a million years. Yeah, it's yeah. been ages. And now all of a sudden it's, they've brought a lot of weird cards into yeah. standard that are seeing play. Monastery Swift Spear. Yeah. That was another Damn one. Damn like, card. It's so good. Yeah. But you won't bring Bolt yeah. or Counterspell. Oh, we need Bolt back. 100% need Bolt yeah. back. Or even Shock. I'll take Shock. Yeah. One minute deal too. I'll take it. Yeah. yeah, I don't care. I want both though. I do too. But if, if I had to, if I had to, you know, meet in the middle somewhere, I'd say yeah. shock. I'll take shock. See, the problem is that there's uh, there's actually a, like a, a short video essay I watched recently that was talking about like why bolts will never get reprinted in standard, and it's just because it's above the power level that Watsi wants. If that makes any sense, like just bolt is too. It's too good for Pioneer. Like, it's just too good I, for I can agree. This. Yeah. It's too good for any format that is above, like, below modern in terms of, like, just what it's doing. Bolt, and I, I agree Bolt with has that. always been good. Yeah. One mana deal three. There, it's the perfect middle ground because, like, in Alpha, you have, like, the, the, the five do three things, right? Yeah. You, got, uh, you had Ancestor Recall, Dark Ritual, Lightning Bolts, um, Healing Salve, I think it's the, the white one. I think and so. Dying Growth. Yeah. Um, plus two to three, gain five life, deal three, or five life, deal three damage. Uh, Gain three life and then three mana and three cards. Lightning Bolt is right in the middle. Like, because like, Ancestor Recall and Dark Ritual are overpowered. Ancestor Recall, far and away, the, the most overpowered. Oh, yeah. Oh, Giant Growth is fair. Power nine and overpowered. Healing Style is fucking garbage. Lightning Bolt's right in the middle, where it's like, it's it just enough away. to like, play. Like, you know, like, it's, it's really powerful, but it's not overpowered <laughs> as like Dark Ritual and like all these other cards and everything. Yeah, so. and it's not overplayed in any format either. I mean, like in modern, we kind of see it in. I think I think some Rakdos scam decks play it. Not many. It's not a big There's thing. There's a two of that just kind of control list we looked at. Earlier. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's also blue and Merktide. It's a four of. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So it's still a thing, but it's not like ever game winning. It's not like burn. Yeah. Like you know Helix Pinnacle and there's yeah. there's so many other things oh. that you can do that do efficient things you, as well. You you stuck. I play mono yourself with living in so. from getting a bolt get, getting bolted. Yes, I. <clears throat> that's one of my favorite stories. I was I went to the. Uh, one of our shops uh, a couple weeks ago for their Saturday modern tournament. I'm sure you know what shop I'm talking about. Oh, yeah. And uh, <laughs> we, uh, I was playing against Merktide nice. and I was 0-2 at that point. It's the last round. Yeah. And uh, this, I was at three life and I had, I brought my generous end out. I had lethal on board, but I was at three life. He's like, all right, I'm going to cast a bolt. It's like, all right, in response, I'm going to crack my food. Yeah, let's go. <laughs> he scooped. He scooped right You're there. Actually doing work. I know the yeah. first time ever. So first now I. Science actually relevant. I. Yep. I know first time I've seen it. Yeah, I never regret putting generous scent in my deck now, and That's it will it will stay forever for that reason alone, especially against burn. No. Hey, don't forget with Oko, your food can be a three for. There we there go. go. <laughs> don't forget the reason Oko was printed. One of, one of the topics you threw on here was CEDH misconceptions. I'm I'm curious what you mean by that. Neither of oh, us yeah. play CDH. So I so I play a lot with CDH. Um and I, I've been playing since 2018 and I've been brewing since a little bit before COVID, like COVID started. And um there's a lot of misconceptions about CDH in terms of like lots of casual commander players think like CDH players are pub stoppers and they don't like they just try like our tryhards and everything. CDH isn't so much as like a like deck, it's more of like a mindset. It's more like every card in this deck has helped like to help me win, and that is the it's goal for your strategy. I'm going to win. Like, yes, I will still politic and everything. Like, 
if there's a big threat we need to deal with, like I will try to like maybe sway the table to help like you know, threaten everything. But like every decision I make is so I win the game. Like and, and that is just the mindset of like CDH players. So like yes, like like it's still a game, it's still here to have fun. But like I'm not gonna like oh like I'm not gonna kill you if I don't have the opportunity. Like you know like it's I'm, still gonna I'm going to kill you yeah. if I have the opportunity. And know? that's the thing with um, Commander in general. I mean, yeah. To well, be fair, well, yes. Our mindset, yes. But there's a lot of people out there that we've played against that can attack and don't. Yeah, I because hate they, people like they that. They don't want to take. They don't want to make enemies wanna, early in the game, and it's like or leave themselves defenseless. They, they. I'm a black. My best deck is my Kyrick deck because yeah. I have an obsession with Post Malone. So I have the Post Secret layer uh, thanks to Corey. Should, yes. yes, um, and. Post Citadel. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yep. And Post Son of Rich. That's my best deck. Yeah. My, so I'm not afraid to use my life as a resource, but everyone else is. Yeah. They're like, oh, I don't want to get smacked for five. It's like, this isn't, that's not a quarter of your life. That's an eighth. Yeah. You can take, we're on turn eight. If I keep hitting you, there's a problem, but yeah. use your life as a resource. Sorry. Continue. No, 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 continue. No, to that, that credit, I'm like, I'm a meme, like in my CDH group, because I, go so greedy with my ad nonsis. And so like, uh, cause I, I like- the I've first seen player that, yeah. Corey has gone down to one life many you times. Seriously, I'm just, sitting there, I'm yeah. sitting there going like- I'm at five, do I want to take it? The force of will is still in the deck. <laughs> I have made that decision Packed before. negation, uh, tooled lotus, I got this. No, seriously, yeah. I, Cause I started with cast mid range, which is like obviously ad nauseum. Oh, I was good, on good uh, deck. frog side turbo, which is all in on ad nauseum. Like the goal is to turn like cast ad nauseum turn two, that is the entire goal of the deck. And I switched over to blue farm, which is Dimacrom, uh, mm-hmm. mid range, still pretty turbo-y, like uh, ad nauseum value. And uh, so I just love ad nauseum. I think it's a great card. And if it resolves like unless you just hit like every three drop and no fast mana like it's kind of hard to lose a game um well let's say um turbo actually is one of the misconceptions like a, a lot of like casual players think every single deck in cdh is trying to win as fast as possible absolutely not true like there, there are there are three primary archetypes in cdh of turbo mid-range and stacks and each it's kind of like rock paper scissors like usually uh stacks can like slow down like uh turbo um turbo can like go over the top of mid-range and mid-range kind of outgrind stack. So it's kind of like Waffle Procedures, like each archetype beats the other. Crazy. But uh, it is absolutely not all turbo. Like, like people are like, oh, game ends are true two over time. Like, actually, no. There's literally this person who documented like 2,000 CDH games and like took the data from like who won on what turn, what seat they were in and stuff like that. The average CDH game, 66% of CDH games ends between like turns four and six. Yeah, see, and, which was, is like us. That's I, I was yeah. thinking. I was thinking four to seven, but yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. So like in that range, and then like some, if it's more grindy, like seven or eight, and then rare occasions nine plus, like that. That's a rarity usually. Um, that's four some, stacks players right yeah, there, usually, <laughs> or just people who are all playing mid range and are scared to go for a combo. Um, and then sometimes, like if you just have the absolute nuts, one, two, or three. Uh, like if you have like an early adnos and you have enough fast amazing hands, hands. Yeah. exactly. Yeah. God like, hands. Uh, like I've kept smoking hands where I'm like, oh, I've adnos and enough fast man to cast it without tutoring cool <laughs> sometimes that just happens sometimes you have the nuts um but uh turbo is absolutely not the most popular like that that is not how cd's played in fact like we're in a very interesting time in cd's right now where like grindy mid-range is just the primary meta like i would probably say like 60 percent of cdh right now is like mid-range 30 percent turbo and, like 10 percent stacks stacks has not been doing very well lately just i love stacks like, that's the issue oh no i do too like i know that uh joining forces oh my, god yeah my primary decks and uh, i absolutely love her but like stacks has not been doing as well because 
everyone's favorite Minota. So they like remove her as fast as possible, like deal with her and then just go about their business. Can't do much. Or like Stacks is just too slow to slow down like the value that like mid range is grinding. Um, whether it be like Thrasios and activating Thrasios like three times every turn to see more Muse. Or like uh like Kinnon is a great example. Like, oh, I'm just gonna tap and untap and grab some big creature for free. Uh Kinnon Big Flips is one of the best decks in CDH right now, where it's literally just Kinnon mid-range value and Oh, cool. I just <laughs> paid a bunch of mana and there's a void winner. Get fucked. <laughs> you know, and so I love void winner. <laughs> bro, it has a home in CDH, you know. So, so my my little question for you, um, because my I very much could step into CDH. I love competitive games. Um, you know, that's why I play modern. Modern has the power level that I want at a price that doesn't just make it I can't have a house in the future, which yep. legacy and vintage, I can't have a house. Yep. But <laughs> I could pretty easily get a lot of the pieces because you only need a, we only need one. So rather than needing a play set of volcanic islands, I would only need one kind of thing, which even then I feel like you get away with Shocklands. But what a big thing that keeps me out of it is the fact that I feel like every deck ever just tries to win with Thoracal. That's his that, You see, no, that's well, that's actually another misconception. That yeah, not, not every single deck because, I mean, like, Yuriko is probably why he's getting that. Is uh, well, there's a lot I, of them. It's not like you not know, just I've Yuriko. Got the Oracle uh, Tainted Pact, Demonic Cult Demonic Station. Station, and yeah. you know, I like the Tainted Pact. Though when I put that one in, I don't have any lands that are the same. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I have but, killed you with that combo before. Yes, he has. He, he, he got <laughs> I have two stories that. that I'll cover about CDH in a minute. My my deck before that was Black Farm, and um, I was running the Adnaz to. Uh, God, I can't think of the name of it at the moment, but it's basically discarding. Sickening Dreams? Yeah, Sickening Dreams. Dreams. Sure, sure, sure. And discarding and killing everybody at the same time. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Yeah, no, uh, Oracle is just the the most compact win con, which is why... It's it's, an instant speed almost. Yeah, once you get Oracle, yeah. And never forget, you cast the Oracle first, you not exile your library. (laughs) (laughs) Because then if you Oracle first and then exile it, then they try like they'll counter the Demonic Constellation, the Tainted Pacts. That's how I beat him. Yep. If you cast it first, they'll let that resolve. They'll counter your Oracle. Thor- that's exactly what I did. So always cast. That's Oracle first. But um, that's Oracle is just the most concise win con e- easily. It, it's it's two blue mana and one black mana for the mana station, or two mana, two two bananas, <laughs> two bananas, two blue mana and one colorless, one black for tainted back. So it's just the most efficient, and you only need two cards. But there are so many other win cons. Like there, there, there are like. Dozens. I know, like Najila, Goto, um, all those. Yeah, Najila. Najila, in terms of like just value, is you could argue the best deck in CDH because everyone stats as Oracle as a backup. But that, that's how good the deck is. It runs stats Oracle as a backup one time because the deck is just I play Najila, make a bunch of warriors, and now I play Derevi and I go infinite. And so like it, it's a it's a two card infinite combo essentially with a, with one of them being in the Fanzo, which is really sick. Yeah. Um. Uh, one of my good uh, my good buddies uh, Dovey has the entire deck, and it's. If I had a dollar for every time I lost to it, I'd be a very rich man. Um, but like there are a few decks in CDH that can say the most efficient combo in CDH, I'm running as my backup, which is really cool. Um, and so like, but there's plenty others. Like I run Winota. I run no combos Winota. Like I like there are lots of versions of Winota that run Kiki Jiki and like Zell's Conscript, stuff like that. I've seen those. I think that detracts from what Winota tries to do. And so I don't run that. And so, so I just run all in on combo damage and stacks. Like I'm gonna slow the board down. <coughs> And then uh, I'm running a version called uh, Avalanche where I have like a whole bunch of like big creatures that end the game quickly instead of like trying to like nitpick people's life totals and stuff like that. So like I'm running Ingress Marauders. Like like from fucking Ixalan. That's the seven mana creature that says everything deals double damage. Like, you know, and so yep. um, I had a dinosaur deck that I had that in it. So <laughs> Exactly, yeah. And so like 
Abedin. It's very, very real way of winning. Um, uh, Tibbet, Song Secrets is a super good CDS. Really? Right um, mm-hmm. It is arguably one of the best, best X CDs right now. Um, you can win with Fast Oracle, but that's a backup because you have a two card infinite combo in your command zone with Tibbet and Time Seed. Yeah. Um, so that's your primary combo that you go I for. Love and that. with stuff like Jewel Lotus, casting a six mana commander, not difficult. Yeah. Not di- also, protects itself. How does War 2? Turn, two, or, yeah. like, Turn two or three, you um, get pretty quick. Yeah. And like you're getting like clues and stuff. You're still getting value. You don't have Time Seed value yet. You know? And so. Um, so like taking him to turns, that's another one. Um, Urza, you can cast your entire deck for free that eventually just like storms off and wins that way. Um, I already mentioned combat damage. Um, you can do infinite combos for combat damage. Like, again, there's millions of Kiki-Jiki combos. Um, like another, one of my, uh, one of my turbo, uh, CH decks is, uh, Rocco covered at AK Durer. Oh, uh, wow. Crazy. I, I yeah, know. I know yeah. I've seen that deck. Uh, I haven't seen it. Oh, yeah, like, wow. Like, searches up any piece I need in the command zone, which is kind of nice. Crazy. But it's all plays trying to find straight and I just cry. Um, I love that card. So, I do too. It's such a good card. Um, but uh, as that deck is all in on getting uh, like <coughs> combo out as fast as possible, basically. Um, and so, like, there's a lot of different ways that you can win aside from just the Oracle. It's just the most efficient. Um, and so, there's a whole bunch of different ways you can do that, whether it be like drawing your deck and then casting it within your deck or something like that. Yeah, so you can do it with Jace too. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah, Jace, uh, Jace isn't usually run as much anymore just because he's so much fucking mana. Uh, like there's a couple decks. It's like that four or run. five, right? It's, it's it's four, just three blue is a lot. Yeah, no, um, I get it. And so um, people would actually, there's actually some people that actually uh, run lab man still because even though you have to like find a way of like drawing that last card, they'd rather be three mana and only one blue as opposed to three blue mana and one colorless. Yeah, so I get it. Um, and so there's a lot of cool things you can do. Like there's still uh, decks that like try to reanimate Razzcath as fast as possible and create a tutor chain that way and stuff like that. I've won games with Razzcath, I guess. Yeah, yeah, seriously. Like there's a whole bunch of different things you can do. And so um is just the most efficient. It is like by far and away not the only way of winning in CDH. It's just by far the most efficient. Which and, and it doesn't help that Grixis is like statistically the best color scheme because you have Unreal Breach, Brain Freeze, like you have like all the best like compact combos in those three colors. And so I'm now, sitting, like sitting, uh, sitting around, <laughs> like you get a lot of the casual players and your play group with you guys all having the same type of, you know, strength of decks. Is it, do you guys still look at it as more of a casual type play or is it more competitive? Um, yes and no. Like, we d- definitely still, like, we know we're playing CDH. Like, we understand that we have this. It's going to uh, be a quick game. Yeah. yeah like, or, or it could, it could take a while. Could you know, like, yeah. I just asked, like, you never know. But, uh, like, we have this, uh, <laughs> um, uh, system uh, just for our play groups. We know, like, a lot of other CDH people that do this. We, uh, we have this thing where you get, uh, a die when you start the game, and it's your, uh, take back counter. Uh, yeah, um, we, we've that. used that. You get two a game. We do if three. You, if, if you get, no, if you try to go for a third, you lose the game automatically. Yeah, we do three um, and you lose. Yeah, so we, because we're like, if you like missequence something, like, but you had to manage to do it, like, whatever, dude. But like, you had the cards, like, Mr. Card you, Draw. Exactly, yeah. Like, Mr. Wizard Trigger, like, like take it. You know, you know doesn't matter. So, so like, we're, we're casual in that aspect, but like, at the same time, like, we're trying to win as hard as fucking possible. Like, we, we get that. But at the same time, we're also all friends. You know, it's like, we're taking competitively, but also still respectful of each other. Which See, is and that, that, I see. So, like, Scotland and I, we're, we're pretty competitive, especially against each other. Oh, yeah. Oh, absolutely. And, and you, know, there, you know, there's some saltiness that comes out of it, but we get over it. But, I mean, do you see that amongst your friends where you get somebody gets a little salty every now and again? And um, Every now and then. I mean, it, it depends on, like, the... How do I put it? Like, the like the situation. Um, like... Makes sense. I, I, would say, I, would say, I would say rarely, because, again, like, at the same time, we're all friends. Like, we, we get it. You know, like, 
Or like I think the 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 most solves comes from punting a win. If that makes any sense, like you have the win and everything, but you like miss even something and it's way too far past to like like take it back or whatever. And so like punting a game away, I think definitely creates the most salt. So I guess it's I could have won next turn too. Yeah, your own your own like your own playing, you know, whatever. And so um, yeah, so like I'd say that's probably the biggest like way of saltiness. Like like and if someone's playing stacks, like it also becomes right to me. Like hey, like fuck that card. Or this one person like. Winter that, Orb, come that, on. That card doesn't affect me. I'm going to go about my jolly business. I don't, I don't need to touch that card. So, so I, 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 I guess have, I have a question as well. I'll go for it. Uh, so this is going for full circle. The Corey and I had this discussion last week. Concessions. Okay. How does your play group, being as high level as you guys play, handle conceding the game? Do you just let it? It's like, you know, you know you're not going to win. So it's like, all right, cool, I'm done. Or do you have it, a system? And again, depends on uh, <coughs> the aspects. Like in, in CDH, we don't do that very often. Like if someone is presenting a win and like, let's say the combo is going to take a minute to explain, but they can like show how it's done, but but it's like something you have to repeat. Like if, if I show, like if I show that, hey, unless you guys have interaction, I have the piece. Like so for Rocco, getting to the, the end of the combo takes like seven steps. I have to like, this creature has to blink something and then that allows me to sacrifice and grab another thing, which grabs Kiki Jiki. If I can just show them, hey, I can have enough mana to tutor out the thing I need to set up the combo, then they're like, cool. But like you presented a win, you do not need to go through all the steps to like do so, that. And so it like saves time. Like, our our thing and my 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 beliefs on it is that when you're on a four-person sit-down group play, is if some person's sitting there and they're like, you know what, I'm not gonna win, I'm just gonna scoop. And as you're trying to do something and you're doing something that needs essentially their board to do the rest of the damage. To well, the rest you're of the like group. controlling oh, yeah, the no, creatures. Absolutely not, or... absolutely not. Yeah, that, that doesn't really happen. Especially like I run Minota and I like to have more players because I can hit more things and stuff like that. And uh, the deal, you need more players to hit so you can create those warriors to go infinite and everything. See, um, that's definitely something that does not. Does and, not and one of the things I think about CDH that I've noticed is when you sit down, it's like, okay, you're going to play. You see somebody going off. And then it's well, it's like, okay, well, I'm not going to win this one. It looks like they're going to win this one. I'll, I'll, I'll try to win the next one. And, and a lot of people are, are more understanding about that than casual seems. It, like, it seems, yes, casual seems more competitive than competitive, which oh, is no, funny. Oh, no, no, no. Like, there, there's a, a meme. <laughs> it might just be you and I. Yeah, there's, yeah, there was a meme I saw the other day where it's like, in a casual, like, commander game, like, you counter their spell, they start crying, and then, like, in CDH, you counter their spell, it's gonna win the game, you're like, GG's, go next. <laughs> you know, like, no, like I, I feel like there is a whole lot less salt in CDH because everyone has the same mindset. Everyone's like, I'm here to win, every card in my deck is helping win. Like, you know, and so... And that's like, what and, I appreciate. Sometimes, sometimes you have the nuts, and sometimes you get fucked and have to mold for it. You know, that just happens. And so, um, and so I feel, but everyone has that understanding and that mindset, so it's a lot, lot less salt and a much better play experience, at least in my opinion, so... So, in that aspect, and I guess to close us out, what do you think you could say to somebody who is just a casual player to take the step up and like go, myself because i'm now curious CDH. now that again you've cleared up a lot of stuff for me and i'm 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 curious now well and speaking of like people who want to take a step up a huge reason that people don't take a step up is like oh well i don't have like the money to get mana crypt i'm ox diamond and like all these like big duels stuff, and fetches duels, and first will stuff like that like first off duels you don't need duels kind of overrated you don't need duels duels are so overrated two damage that's not gonna matter much even if you're on that like, like two damage for shock not gonna matter but um like like you don't need duels 
Uh, like, fast, like there are plenty of budget decks. Like, actually, Eureka actually is, is arguably the best budget CDH deck because, it, like, you can build a lethal deck on hundred dollars. It doesn't matter how much fast mana you run. You you, you cast Eureka on turn two every game. It doesn't matter. Yeah, um, it, it's so, it's my like I actually pulled out my mana crypt and stuff out of that deck and put yeah. it into other decks because I I just didn't need it. Yeah, and and, and along well, that your note, commanders do mana, so <laughs> yeah. no matter it's what, three, no yeah. it's two. But like along that note, like another thing that's awesome about CDH is that CDH is the most proxy friendly format in existence. Even local um, game stores. Yeah, they so local game like stores, like, um, like one of the local game stores in the area unfortunately doesn't. They, they because they're like WPN like certified, so they can't officially accept proxies, unfortunately. But um, like most, like every webcam tournament you will ever find accepts proxies. Like, like just so long as the card is legible and you know what it does. That, that's all. Like that's all they care about. So you can take a pile of paper from the office supply store and draw uh, smiley like, faces on it. Tournament with it. Like, um, what I usually do for like my proxy decks is uh, I just go to Boise State University and like use a uh, ntgprint.com and just print out I love full them. color, full everything, oh, yeah. just slice it up and put it in sleeves with cards behind it and I have a CDH deck. So, there you go. Um, people are super proxy friendly. Um, even if you're just playing casually local game source, no one cares. But, like, and so, uh, and that's what the kind of like the, what our play group can do is like, we want to play against the player, not the wallet. Mm-hmm. If that makes any sense, but and so like we uh, we had a big discussion like during COVID and everything like like should we just like go proxy you know and everything I'm like just let it happen I'm, yeah and so uh, another thing that it allowed me to do is it allowed me a lot more freedom to brew because I had all these brews like I already had like three CDH decks at the time I had Winota, um, uh, Rockside, and then I had uh, a ton of Tevish uh, Doomsday and I'm like I have all these other decks I'm gonna build and try and everything but like these three decks are my expensive collection. I don't, I don't have any other like cards to com- like trib- contribute to uh, these other decks. And I'm like, but I'm like, if I just proxy, I can build whatever the fuck I want, <laughs> you know, you know? And so, um, so CDH being proxy friendly, I think is dope because then you can literally do whatever you want. And it's, it creates literally no barrier for new players. Um, and so if you want to try, try CDH, bro, fucking try it. Yeah, I'll, I'll hit you up, man. I'll hit you up. All right, well, we ran long today. No, that's all right. It was, it was uh, worth it. A lot of tangents. <laughs> well, awesome. Thank you so much for joining us. You've been an absolute pleasure, man. Yeah, Taking yeah, time out of your schedule. Out, so. All right, Corey, you can do your wrap-up shit. I'm not. Later. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>